Quincy Jones going. This is the Quincy Jones show, and I know it is crazy out there, you guys. There are all kinds of things going on, but look, I bring you gifts. The Holy Trinity is back for the first time. I'm talking about the trios champions of the podcast game, the Pod Squad. I'm talking about the top guys. I'm talking Mark McFly. I'm talking Doc Lesnar and Quincy Jones. One place at the same time for the first time in 2020. And we're talking all things releases. Uh, I mean, look, we don't take uh, any enjoyment in this, but obviously there's just a lot of other extenuating circumstances we also discuss. So please, uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, we are not here to uh, make fun of anybody's misfortune or anything like that. Actually, uh, on the contrary, we're actually more excited for everybody's fortune and future. And uh, actually uh, tune in for that. You know, we actually uh, talk about what we do and uh, where they should go and how, you know, uh, again, from a fan's point of view, so this isn't armchair book, and this is just us, our love for professional wrestling, and just trying to make you know the good out of a bad thing, you know. And again, I have no doubt that uh, you know all these men and women are going to land on their feet because every one of these people are talented. They all offer something, especially there's like some really astounding uh, names here. But you know, I digress. That's not what this is about. But uh, without further ado, uh, I think you guys could all know this is finna be a long episode. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet: Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? All right, man. What's up, gentlemen? Doc Lesnar, Pop Hybrid, and uh, Mark McFly, all the way from the Fly's Nest. I see. We here. And uh, Ron. I see you over there at the. Um, was it Quincy's Kitchen or are you in Quincy's? Uh... We closed the kitchen. You know we're not essential. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man, this podcast. Take is... out only. Take out only. Hey, but we got we got some news though. Um, no, we don't have news. WWE got some. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Well, I'm just saying because, like, right now, um, you guys know right. nothing really going on or moving the meter wrestling-wise, so there's not a lot of news going around. But, like, you want to talk about, like, hey, dirt, man. Woo. Mm-hmm. Hey, tons of releases. I didn't hear about anything. I woke up fairly late. Uh, I get a text from Mark in the uh, group chat that we always mention on this, on this uh, podcast, and he said, you hear about the releases? And I just said, WWE? And he said, yep. And once he just went from there, started dropping knowledge, man. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get through these names. But how what you, how you guys feeling, man? I, I, can't, I can't answer that question right now. I'll answer that question after we get into a few details. Because for me to answer that question, I'd have to get into a few details. But let's, let's – I mean, on the surface, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But – there, like I said, there's there's some stuff that I, I mean I, I I have stuff that I have on my mind about it, but I mean I overall mean, they, it they, sucks. They do like they usually do do like a spring cleaning every year, but this is like like way Massive. more than they do for this sure. Is cleaning so, out my closet, fire sale type. Yeah, fire sale esque yeah. type. I mean, is it? I mean, oh well, yeah, they didn't get rid of anyone like 
Yeah, they I did. Mean, they, they just they just resigned some of these people to big contracts, and they're big now like contracts. They even signed a bunch of these people to big contracts to not leave, right? To stay, basically. You know what I mean? They got paid to like not get used, but stay and get paid. Yeah, yeah I mean. And, there are quite a few like some guys got bamboozled you know what i mean they, yeah. they're like yeah. nah, we're good and then they were just throwing way more way too much money to say no to and it's almost mm-hmm. like did you know you were never going to pay us this much i mean you can't help but think that especially mm-hmm. like you well, know again with this and that's that's intertwined with the details too with, with yeah. as far as because this 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 isn't a standalone situation like i don't believe it is you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's obviously I'm not going to say a conspiracy here, but there's... <laughs> uh, I, got, I got it. I got it. There's, have there's symptoms. <laughs> there's business picking up. There's some business. Right. Hey, you guys want to go down the list and, yeah, like, uh, sit and like, see, and like uh, give our opinion on where they, they should go, like best best spot for them? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, not, is, not everybody was a wrestler, but some of them were agents. Some yeah. Well, we can skip some. We can skip some of those, but some of the legends. Yeah, I mean, you know, AEW uses legends too. So you yeah. know, so well, I think some of it's shocking based on tenure with some of those guys. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say there's some names on there that are pretty shocking just based on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one for for one. I mean, because we're not going to bring him up as far as where you should go, but like Kurt, a guy like Kurt Angle. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that. That was like, oh, okay. Or like uh, Mike Kyoto, he's been a referee. Veteran. I mean, as soon as I saw the name, bro, I, that's why I sent you that text. Like, effing Kyoto, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you think Angle would make an appearance on AEW though? Like, I mean, he probably would be open to it, wouldn't he? At this no. point, why not? I mean, I don't no. Think so. The only reason why is because he put so much into the fact that he apologized profusely to Vince about you know, his eight years at TNA and wanting to make it the biggest body of water under the bridge. And yeah. him saying, oh, I should have always been here. This is my home. WWE's my home. I don't see him going, like, I mean, but at the same time, they couldn't blame him if he yeah. was going to, I think he may be, I know we talked about a possibility of some of these people getting some sort of guarantee. Mm. I can see him being one of those people. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got a question, like one another name, I'm sure we won't really discuss, uh, but I think could be cool is like a guy like uh, Fit Finley or Dave Finley Sr. What if he went on to, you know, manage his son, Junior, over in New Japan or New something? New Japan, yeah. I mean, That'd be sick. Cool, yeah. I mean well, I, I think if they did that, they would, he would probably move him away from uh, tagging with Juice. I was just going to say, I know he's doing that right now, but yeah, no. Shoot. He, could man- he could manage both of them. I, I'm but, not mad at that either, but I feel like he would – you know, because he's his, being tough, so I don't I mean, know. His name is Finley, and he that. likes to fight. Hey, Juice is a hey, Juice is tough. Juice is tough, but I don't know if Finn it, Finley will have any interest in the Juice. You know, yeah. So you talking about the guy who used to beat people with a shillelagh? You know, yeah. So, unless he, oh, unless Juice gifts him a shillelagh. Yeah, true. But no, uh, much to uh, Mark's suggestion, man. I'm gonna go ahead and go down this list. Uh, you guys, I'm, I'm sure. Can you guys all see the list as well? Yeah, I got it on my own. All right, man. Well, I think probably the most glaring right now, Leo Rush, uh, guy yeah. who you know spent some time in a doghouse after being on main roster. You know, what I mean, alongside uh, Bobby Lashley, and kind of just got back to you know his rise, and you know, got in yeah. yeah. the cruiserweight division, and went back and forth with uh, Angel Garza, and yeah, it just kind of feels like why invest all that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. it, it's crazy for me, too, uh, specifically, because I've been literally following 
the last two days because he wasn't included or announced in uh, the in- interim uh, cruiserweight championship tournament, and he's been like cutting promos on everyone else that's been like introduced in it. I mean, so I've been watching him and watching him, you know, and he's been doing his, his this heel work, you know, there's this great like promo, you know, I think I sent you guys a link to it when he was talking about Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was weird just to be like, wait, Leo is like, but he was just, you know what I mean? It's like, I just saw this, yeah. you know what I mean? It was, but definitely like, he's a 24 year old piece of gold. So he's the one that's probably what the youngest that has the most time left on his bump sheet. Yeah, man. So what do you what do you guys think he should go? AEW for sure. Him versus like guys like Darby, him versus guys like Sammy Guevara for sure. Kip Sabre. Who was it? Quincy, was it you that, that said he should manage private party? I, I mean, I don't know if he should manage him, but he should be in it. I mean, yeah. what I like about it is and what I could see is and I, I mean I don't know if this would ever it's happen. not a black thing either, guys. Well, I think I mean as much as I, I mean, their gimmicks kind of fit, I guess. Like, I mean, I mean, Leo's had a similar gimmick to that, I guess. Before, well, they're all similar. They're all part of like, you, like, kind of the same age group, right? What, yeah, uh, yeah. What do you guys think about if uh, Scorpio was to go solo? Oh, that might be nice, right? That's good. Scorpio. Yeah, I see you to break up. I mean, I think if anyone should take the back seat, it should be Chris Daniels. You yeah. know, and 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 it should be just Frankie and Scorpio, but Frankie's been running for a while too. So, you know, I'm yeah. gradually- I ain't gonna lie. I, I kind of, when I saw him on BTE tagging up against, uh, was it Team High Energy or whatever the fuck they call? Like, I, I missed the, I missed bad influence. I missed the addiction. I, I, I forgot yeah. about all the tag moves they had. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if they, if uh, Daniels finally had a turn holding them straps with, with, uh, with Kaz. Yeah. yeah I mean, and and, and they, they're great heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, they're yeah. they're way better heels than they are faces for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, Leo. I think. I mean, whether it's a ROH, I, I think. Okay, I think he could thrive in ROH because they kind of got a skeleton. Group. No, no, he ain't going back to ROH. Yeah, I can't imagine him going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing but bad things. He probably would have them. I mean, would I think with Marty there right now? I think. Oh, that's true. He, he would know how to, like, Triple H situation. No, bro, he's going to AEW because Joey Janela is one of his good friends. He's going to AEW. That's what I was going to know. I think AEW, he probably has more indie relationships, and they'll give him more money. I mean, dude, everybody knows mm-hmm. he's got a kid or kids and a wife, you know what I mean? So, like, why not? You know what I mean? But, yeah. Then, I guess my, 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 my outrage comes from this, uh, the perspective of, like, if you have – like 10 guys in your whole fucking company that can cut a promo that you can put in a room. Yeah. You know, that we you can can, quarant- like we're talking about, we're talking about a guy that you, that during quarantine, you could just have cutting promos and put on. That's TV. literally all he was like. And dude. they released this dude. Like what the fuck are you doing? Bro. Like I think That's one so of the other things stupid. we should do is look at this list and who else is a good talker on this list. I like, yeah. I mean, there's a couple guys on there that are pretty decent talkers that it's that like AEW would be stupid not to at least fucking kick the tires on. So yeah, for sure. Ah. Next, we had a. Uh, or you got anything? Anything left on Leo? Um, no, I mean, I, I think I know, we got a hell of a list to go through. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, AEW should make it, like he should be a priority for them to sign. Like I was gonna say, out of, out of this list, he's probably the the top singles free agent out of this list. You know what I mean? So I would say he's the top talker slash character out of the list, but I don't know if he's the best singles competitor because well, I think in terms of complete package. Yeah, or like ready to go, and again, that age, bro. He's ripe. Yeah, he, he, he's yeah. ripe. Um, let me ask you a quick question before we move on. Do you think there's uh, and we could probably answer this uh, while we go down the list. Do you think they'd be interested in signing any of these producers or agents? Possibly. Yeah, probably. I would think so. Yeah, 
Hey, but here, why don't we do this? I'll go down the list lightning round, and then we'll go back because I, I think yeah, we don't yeah. know which ones are going to be worth talking. So, yeah, Eel Rush, Heath Slater, Drake Maverick, EC3, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, uh, the Hype Bros, Kurt Hawkins, Zach Ryder, Rusev. That, nope. No, that's, that's not, not no, that's the Major brother. Brothers, bro. That's okay. the Major Brothers, brother. I'm sorry, I'm sorry the Major Brothers. Who are the hype, bro? Oh, that, that's, that's a, Mojo. Mojo. Mojo, really, really. And the day's still young, dog. Hey, don't say, hey, bro, because Sean, Sean Ross actually got at someone that tweeted at him. They said, man, if Mojo doesn't get, re- get released, I'm going to lose it. And he, like, blasted him out on the internet, like, bro, anyone tweeting me this shit, fuck you and fuck where you go. I don't wish it to happen. No, I know, I know. But I was like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just ironic that you say that. All right, man. Jeez, prick. Oh, I can't even have fun with people losing their job. Uh, we got uh, Shane Helms as a uh, agent. Uh, yep. I'm sure he'll probably just find a home back at Impact. Uh, Scott Armstrong, brother, road dog, part of the, uh, you know, wrestling family, the Armstrong family. Uh, mm. Long referee, too. So I'm, yeah. I can't imagine he won't find a place somewhere, but he might be at that point, too. Who knows where he doesn't need to bounce back. But we yeah. got uh sarah del rey slash sarah stock uh, that one's that one's pretty crazy that's yeah. what i'm saying like because uh triple h put her over like so much as far as like uh in terms of being real pertinent to the development of the talent at the mm-hmm. pc like real early too you know so who they, who, i mean i as far as i uh knew she was the head coach for the women talent yes on the roster. as far as i know or she's on the nxt is, roster so like yeah. who's taking yeah. that job now whose job yeah. is that now yeah uh, we got Fit Finley, Billy Kidman, Michael Tunda, or IRS. That's for you over there, McFly. Uh, Lance Storm, uh, Aiden English. Kurt if I Angle. could be serious for a second. <laughs> Kurt Angle, right back at you, McFly, and some of, I guess, towards you too, uh, uh You know I love me some Angle. Yeah, of course, man. You wish me a happy birthday. Uh, yeah, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Mike Kyoto, like we talked about earlier, Sarah Logan of the Riot Squad. Um, Mike and Maria Canellis, Eric Rowan, Big Red, man. Eric, yeah, that was another surprising one because they, I feel like they put a lot of stock in them. Yeah, you know. But uh, Eric Young, No Way Jose, Primo and, and uh, Epico, the Colognes, and so far rumored on the NXT side because it has been said NXT is expected to have its own. Uh, Not, it, it's been actually confirmed now. It was just based off her tweeting about it, but it's been confirmed. She, she's been released. Diana Perrazzo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. You know, so we can get back to, you know, like we were doing with Leo, uh, those who I think are good, you know, or what's, as they say, money laying on the table. I mean, I think Deanna Perrazzo could be good um, for the women's division, AEW, or any division, but NXT's had her and just haven't used her other than to put her over. Same thing with, like, Santana Garrett. I I almost bet Santana might be on the same list. I would think so, too. I would think so, because she hasn't done anything of any – she hasn't moved the needle, you know what I'm saying? Like, because no. we were talking about some of the some of the names that would be safe, and those are the people that move the needle every week. Exactly. Let me ask you guys this: With Mercedes Martinez coming in now, how how is she not part of that that ladder match though? A lot know. of people were were talking about why she wasn't involved, in, in, like as far as trying to get a, uh, a way in, and there was somebody else too. I can't remember who else they referenced, but they were saying yeah, the same exact thing about. Uh, Mercedes, uh, especially with the fact that they made a big deal about her signing, and yeah. you know what I mean. Wow. But uh, you, you know, you know who for sure is going to be on there is uh, Tahuti Miles. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh jeez, yeah, probably, probably. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Rowan is somebody that I think Impact would 
be able to use. I'll be yeah. honest, I do not want him anywhere near Brody. Yeah, I don't think I don't think AEW. That's what everyone had said. Like uh, everyone, no one said bye. Nobody was like, "Thank you, Rowan." They're like, "Guess we'll see you in the dark order." (laughs) I was like, "Ah, man." But that's my thing. Is like with Rowan, like I just rather see what he could do. He's proven what he could do on a solo tip, like for a little bit before he started bringing that cage all around. So, like, I think even you know, at New Japan, I think too, he could be a killer with his Uh big old beard and the Mm -hmm. teeth and all that stuff. Like, he could really. Bring back some like you know Brody vibes. Uh, yeah, Bruiser Brody. I'm saying, uh, you know what I mean. So, but yeah, I'd rather not see him chase Brody into AEW at all. Yeah, I, I like that they're separate, especially after hearing what he had to say on uh, Talk Is Jericho. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and though he can move good, so I was gonna say it is interesting because it's not like Brody wouldn't wouldn't accept him because he, he he loves him. Like I mean, not yeah, like like you know. When you hear him talk about that that match he had where he tore his bicep and finished the match, oh yeah, it's like crazy. You know what I mean? Um, Big Red, I don't know, man. Like I can see him doing some TNA stuff. Maybe, maybe he may be the older brother of the Dawsons in NWA. Yeah. Uh, I can see him maybe teaming with the Deaners who are back in uh, Impact right now. Um, what about? Because I was even thinking too, like Eric Young. I was thinking probably. If he's not gonna wrap it up, because he's on this list as well. Oh, having having have a chance to go back to Impact since they love oh. doing all that. Bring back, you know their. Oh yeah, they were supposed yeah. to do that one night only thing for sure around WrestleMania, yeah, but they come didn't. Back from RBD to you know TJP, and then TJP even reprised the manic, you know character, and it's just like mm-hmm. oh, okay, I, if you need to, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it seems like they. They they like bringing or even like Scott Steiner's you know is, is there mm-hmm. you know, Ken Shamrock yeah freaking uh, uh Mike Jackson was just he's an old school did you see that clip there's this old 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 wrestler named Mike Jackson and Tommy Dreamer posted it he does the Undertaker old school around the entire ring and this guy's at least oh, like wow. seventy years old. <sighs> Yeah, if you if you look up the the Tommy Dreamer on uh, Instagram, you'll you'll see the video. I was tripping out. I was like, I don't know why. So wait, so, wait, so what's your what's your final word on on Rowan? You think AEW or you think? Uh, I, just, I mean, he has size. He he could be he. And JPW. Yeah, I think yeah. he might do some new yeah, Japan stuff. I, I just don't think Ring of Honor because as far as I know, Ring of Honor has not been operating this entire time. Yeah, I I, I would I would I wouldn't be uh, surprised if. Way. I wouldn't be surprised if AEW scooped him up, but it's kind of tough to build a lot of monsters at one time. Like with you got when you got Hager, Archer, yeah, they're, they're Brody Lee. sort of an influx of big guys. Freaking Wardlow, yeah, Wardlow, yeah. yeah. Wardlow, yeah. And then we haven't even really seen a big a big push for Wardlow yet. He's just no. more or less the muscle. Yeah. Um, and then you know, there's still that you know, withstanding rumor about uh Brian Cage. Where? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I know he's rehabbing an injury. I just don't know how serious it was, because uh, I, I like feel like I haven't heard anything to confirm that. But well, yeah, bro, I mean, I I saw him when I was at the the GCW show, mm-hmm. and that was the last time I've literally seen or heard from him. Gotcha. Um, I know uh, there's a couple tandems on this list, so I think uh, we'll find. I was gonna bring up. Uh, you think you think Hawkins and Ryder would be an impact? Um, I think. I don't know. I could see them maybe doing some dark stuff with AEW just because they know Cody. 
Um, I don't, I, I just don't know if there's, I mean, we've talked about it, man. They already have 12 teams in their division and like, yeah, but they'd be, they'd be better than, like, half those teams for sure. Yeah, they would. You know what I mean? And, and so, to me, and, and I'm sure we'll get to this at the very end after we're done sorting this list out of, like, because, I mean, AEW, they, they've, they've needed to shave some fat for a little bit, I think. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And obviously, there are rumors months back about buyer's remorse on Tony's end. So, like, I'm sure we'll get to that later on. And yeah. with some people – from the tag division, I would take out just to make room for yep. that, guys. But, yeah, but, to answer your question, Quincy, I think um, whether it's Impact or if – I mean, honestly, I could see them going to New Japan, too, and getting over, mm-hmm. like, to be the new – You're talking about Vice Hawkins and Ryder? Huh? Hawkins and Ryder? Hawkins and Ryder getting that Rapongi Vice type of um, – uh, I could – Yo, if they got the Everbear jackets, they get over. Or, or, or the uh, best friends or, you know, however they mm-hmm. – like, all that. I, I could see that. Oh. But, I mean, that <laughs> – I mean, the, as far as those guys go, they make sense in the AEW tag division because I yeah, mean they they're do. they got they they're got established. They're, they're, first of all, they're vets on on a division that doesn't have a lot of like TV vets, you know. So and I mean, Zach Ryder's got charisma. Kurt Hawkins has charisma. And I think AEW would probably sign him. Hawkins already made a name for himself as his shoot name, Brian. Myers. Yeah, Brian Myers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was doing a lot of like house of hardcore stuff and impact stuff, and oh, he was in Global Force for a little bit too. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was the only reason. I was just, the only reason I was thinking Impact is because they still want to try to somewhat th- think they could leave the door open with because these guys love WWE. They I they grew up on this stuff. You know what I mean? They collect. Yeah. Movies, you know, so I don't see them deliberately like throwing away that open door relationship by going straight to the, uh, to WWE's like obvious uh, competitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cause, that's- Cause like people can go to impact and get forgiven such as Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, freaking Ric Flair. Uh, yeah. You know, took him forever. Uh, Kurt Angle. You know what I mean? Booker you know, T. At this point, I'm sure, especially with writer. Uh, I mean, he, I don't know if you saw his post in the chat earlier on, on IG, but like yeah. he's, he's, he's been doing it what 16 years. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure he's at a point where it's like, he does, whatever he does next is going to be the last thing, the last yeah. phase probably of his career. I mean, I wouldn't argue that his current schedule doesn't reflect something uh, uh, similar to AEW's because it's not like he's flying out. I mean, like, these guys are what, flying probably like four or five days out the week as opposed to AEW who work like two? Yeah. Mm. And they so, could probably uh, get their podcasts on the AEW, like, podcast network or something you know what i mean they already- i don't know because their podcast is really is uh is through tnt's youtube yeah oh, okay got you got you so um let's think about mike and maria because uh, i think they were already supposed to, i mean yeah that was that was the rumor that they were trying to head over there already that was yeah like, they, they were pretty much signed to those contracts uh it was a five-year contract who would sign these two for five years on paper yeah. you wouldn't you know yeah. what i mean it would now, be like a, not off of what you've seen them do in WWE now. Yeah, exactly. So you know, to hear that, I was like, yeah, they did that on purpose because they didn't they didn't want them to go to. But I was like, why? You guys aren't doing anything with them. You think they're gonna? I mean, and I'm not hating on Maria and Mike. I've seen what they can do in ROH, uh, obviously a little bit in Impact, but I don't know if they would move the needle super duper where you know they consider it an ultimate loss to you know lose them out to AEW. I think they should do a short couple quick shots, no contract with impact. You know what I mean? Maybe if they do some of that nostalgia just for one night only type of stuff. Um, You know what I mean? Because I think the only thing that 
I would want to see is Mike get a chance to wash off that baby daddy devalued stench that he that's the last thing you've seen and I would hate for him to jump AEW and I mean don't get me wrong you know AEW's been pretty cool with you know most of the people that have debuted you know for the most part but like you know it took Jericho to set the record straight for Hager to get like a fair shake in terms of like don't look at me as the we the people guy no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, some people actually take it more seriously, and people aren't chanting like "baby daddy" or something like that at him. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. I, I think once he gets past that, he'll. I mean, we all know those two together are money for the new Japan. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I I can agree. A majority of people would probably remember him for that, but he actually has been teaming with Tony Nese. Really? Yeah, really? they, yeah, they had they have a tag team for probably the last probably last year since last year. Oh, I didn't even like, know that. Like late last year, they've been. Uh, I mean, they didn't have matching oh, gear, but they were. Say it again. On two hundred five. Yeah, oh. two hundred five. They had I think a one quick spot on the NXT that I I just breezed through. Um, but I just got word that MJ Jenkins is another uh, casualty. MJ Jenkins, who is that? She was, uh, if you remember, she oh, was yeah, in okay, yeah. the NXT, uh, yeah, the, the May Young Classic. She, not, not uh, Swole, who was Ariel Monroe, but she's the one that had kind of like a big afro. She has a similar, similar uh, look as Swole. Who did the I May- think, is she, maybe she's on NXT UK. Maybe, possibly. But, uh, yeah, no, um, damn, that's crazy. So, yeah, but no, Maria and Mike, the, I think they're, they'll be doing okay. They got kids they got to pay for, so. I, I, I figured you would have said that they could just go back and rehash their uh, their old, uh, you know, beef with, with the Rhodeses. Yeah. There, so. Or they can go to New Japan. I mean. Again, I mean, I, honestly, Mike versus Cody is a pretty good match. I think it's a smart thing to do. What would you say? I said, I think Mike versus Cody is a pretty good match. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is if he's going to go back and, and uh, join Taven because Taven – Pretty much got turned on by the uh, by the kingdom. Uh, the the kingdom. Oh, Vinny, Vinny in particular. He's oh, Vinny. Vinny, who's now Vincent, and he's the one who teamed up with uh, Tyler Bateman. Yeah, that's right. So okay. So I mean, if if he so needed, those guys, so those two are a tag team now. Yeah. Do they have a name? I don't. Know, they probably do. I just don't know it. I, I don't follow the product so much. Um, one thing I did want to say, we did bring up Eric Young earlier. I wouldn't yeah. mind if you wanted to uh, – if they brought him in as another person to join Sanity or something. Or not Sam, – I'm sorry, not Sanity. Uh, OVE, even though he's not from Ohio. Okay. That would be kind of cool, though. He fits the look. Well, he – Sammy was a, was originally supposed to be part of that collective, but they switched him out. Yeah, true. That's right. So, it's too but bad. it's weird because, like, Sammy's actually – he re- rehashed the, the hacker gimmick recently. Hmm. Oh, he did? Yeah, because he hasn't been seen since he got beat by Tessa, so I guess he's doing it the way he wants to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So who who else we got on the list? Uh, uh, we got far- Logan, um, formerly – what was her – she was – Crazy Mary Dobson. Crazy Mary I was Dobson. just talking about her on the review. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. I've always, I've always been high on her, so – Yeah, she has potential. Like, I I'm just, not big on her talking ability, but as far as look in ring I, – Yeah, I liked her rugged style. Yeah, like she's got style. She got a good style. Yeah, I mean, and 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 the fact that she was a natural, like she's she was an, it's in her blood. She's an independent wrestler, 
mm. and made it as opposed to someone who got picked out of a crowd and got trained at a, at the PC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's not a homegrown and uh, you could tell it's in her it's in her wrestling style. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy because I guess she gonna have to sit home while uh, I was Papa gonna- Eric making that dough. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bringing home the Viking bacon. <laughs> The pillars for the village. So you think anybody swoops her up? Or, <laughs> you think anybody swoops her up, or you think maybe WWE probably just like might pick her back up after the pandemic, or what? It's, I mean, I think at the, I think with Roe still being contracted, it's it's a good chance that that might be something that happened to take care of Roe yeah. and mm-hmm. make sure that they don't leave. You know, yeah. if given a chance, but I think Impact could really use her. Obviously, AEW could, but like. My thing is, I don't want to keep throwing people over to AEW before. Yeah, because they're not going to sign everybody. Yeah, because honestly, I think she she should just people on this roster that like you barely see and they get rotated every three weeks or something on TV. Yeah, I feel like she should she would do better not being exclusive to anyone and going back to the Indies right now. True. Yeah, but there is no Indies right. I mean, mean, obviously, granted, but I mean, honestly, like I said, I don't see AEW scooping these people like right away you know what i mean like we're not going to see a plethora of so and so was all delete or all elite uh memes you know what well, I, mean? I think that i mean i think they should be i should i think they should assign at least like five of these people like outright just sign these because i mean they need they need more talent on their roster so they do. what do you guys you know, think about um i think honestly they should try to chase sarah del rey aew Oh yeah, yeah. yeah head up. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I figured we would bunch up all the the agents in one shot, but yeah, that's. I mean, between Billy Kidd and Finley and her, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a, a lot of knowledge right there. I mean, Pat Buck, they should for sure get Pat Buck, bro, unless he's gonna yeah. go to NWA. Ah, um, damn, that's a good good question. Do you? I don't know. I don't think they could sign Angle, but Davari, I think, might end up going back to Impact as well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're still aren't they still stationed? Oh, well, I guess they're not really stationed because they don't have a real Impact zone anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say, aren't they usually uh, filming in Orlando anyways? Yeah. And you think they'll – or in Vegas, too. You think they'll try to scoop up Mike Chioda as a, another senior ref, AEW? Hell, yeah. They, I mean, shoot, I bet maybe. you off the reference of the Heb, of the Heb man. What do you guys think about Aiden English? Aiden English needs to reunite with Rusev, <laughs> okay? Oh, okay, that's true, yeah. Get the Rusev uh, gang back, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, Wait, I hey, Lana, hey, Lana's still got it under contract, though, right? I'm surprised by yeah. that, but she signed a contract recently. He didn't. Okay. So. That's weird that they have separate contracts. Yeah, I was surprised by I that. I mean, because oh, they're like a, an act, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's uh, Aiden English. I think he could be a, a great uh, color guy, but I think he's better. Because, dude, he's he's been waiting to get back in the ring, bro. And, and honestly, yeah. he's been away from the ring for so long. I wouldn't mind if him and Simon Gotch reunited. Yeah, I'd like to see that, those guys, like, in ROH or MLW, maybe. I mean, they, you know. MLW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Well, here's Have him join Contra Union, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I don't know. I mean, he's been pretty vocal saying that they, I mean, they didn't not like each other. But they weren't the best of friends. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know how liable that'd be, but yeah, honestly, them three, them two, and Rusev on some strongman shit would be kind of cool. You know what? What if he actually end up uh, pairing him? What? What if they paired him up with uh, his wife, Shaw? Oh, oh what? Yeah. Is she signed? Is she signed somewhere? I don't think so. I mean, I've seen her in a few shots. She had like a. a uh, 
a segment on um, Lucha one time with, with her and, and, uh, and Chavo where yeah. she hit three amigos in, in street well, clothes. Which was awesome. I think, I think Aiden English is better off in like a ROH or MLW situation, to be honest with you. Yeah, MLW I could see for sure. Yeah. I can, okay, well, let me ask you this. AW as a manager. Yeah. You, yeah, you have him join the librarians. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I always thought he, he could, the I always thought he could, he could maybe like manage Deanna Perrazzo if she's going to do that whole virtuosa thing. And oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I'd rather see him. I, I always thought he was a decent wrestler. I mean, he doesn't have the greatest look of all time, but he makes it up, makes up for it with his obnoxious character. So well, I always thought he still got, he still got some gas. So he, he could probably go, you know, and wrestle still. Unless Rusev can come up with a different, similar sounding name. And they can kind of redo their vision of mm. update. I don't know what else yet. Maybe it's Rusev yeah. with the F instead but of a V. You know I think Impact should pick him up as a color commentator, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I kind of I like what uh I like what they got over there, to be honest. With um, was it Don Callis? Yeah, with Don okay. Callis and, and uh, Josh. I mean, Josh. I, I mean, I, I feel how I feel about yeah. Josh when he was. They had him playing a character that I got worked on because he made me hate him. Uh, yeah. For sure. For sure. But. Next name. He, he acted like Michael Cole, but like oh, way over the top. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the next name we are just talking about him is Rusev. Th- this is the prize of the list, in my opinion. I, I, think, think, yeah, I think he's probably up there next to Leo for sure. I said that about Leo, yeah. I think he's the, probably, biggest, he, the bigger prize. In terms of like heavyweight. Attraction. Yeah. yeah, it's probably like heavyweight division, Rusev, and then mid-card uh, – well, like tag, you know, obviously, like you got Gallows and Anderson, and then you got like yeah. a guy like Leo Rush. Like, yeah, they picked like a five, like five people, like one from each division. They would probably be set. You know what I mean? I was wondering, like, because Rusev isn't the best talker, but I don't know if it's because he hasn't had a lot of practice when they did give him the freedom. He does have natural charisma when when he talks, no, even though he's the best talker. Does. Yeah, you're right. So that's the only thing that worries me is him just, like, getting his uh, promo chops up. Other than that, I think he already has the in-ring. He looks good for a big man. That spinning yeah. heel kick is always something of beauty, man, I tell you. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to see someone, like, of his stature do that. You know what I mean? But um, I think – I mean, like I told you guys earlier, like, I don't know what he'd be known as and I'd, I'd i'd like to see him go to AEW ultimately because yeah. i treat him and, and prop him up the way they really need to prop him up but it's also kind of concerning because like i just don't want him to have that rusev stench on him where yeah so i, I, I think he's i think i don't think he will because he has a, a healthy fan base that mess with him like that yeah and like it's almost the same like like for me it's like ty dillinger is not even ty dillinger anymore you know what i'm saying yeah true mm-hmm. Um, it's just one thing. One thing I worry about with him is, like I said much before with Eric Rowan, is this whole like AEW trying to build too many monsters at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I you know I feel like you'd have to prioritize Rusev over at least, you know, I mean Lance Archer. You putting Jake the Snake with Lance Archer, like to me that's a big move. I, yeah, I you yeah. can't derail his momentum. Yeah, Hager's in the inner, you know, so it's tough to like pick who you're gonna uh, kind of like stop like like break and then put rusev up so i don't know i mean i think new japan he would be immediately he would be in the iwgp heavyweight yeah conversation and that was the only so, thing i was gonna make with that is i think if he went to new japan i think he could yeah. kind of rebuild his value mm-hmm. after all dude him versus tomohiro ishii bro ishii, yeah. him versus ishii him versus okada uh, dude that oh dude uh, uh 
Yeah. Freaking um, um, Minoru? Suzuki? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. See a couple couple of them. Uh, but AEW would be stupid as fuck. Kicks. AEW would be dumb as fuck to not try to snatch him. So. Oh, yeah. for sure, dude. Um, done with this. Um, we got Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows, probably hey. the best team or tandem on here. For best sure. tag team on the list for sure. I think it's dumb not to think that they wouldn't be at least entertaining an AEW entry. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know in what way. I mean, they can't get AJ. AJ's already said he's he's signed the last. Yeah. You know, but it will be cool in the midst of all this stuff and. You got Hangman, like, he's not with the elite. You yeah. got to have an avenue where they were like, yeah, I remember when these guys turned on us, too, because we yeah. left. They'll do something for us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I could kind of yeah. see Hangman and, and them. And those two? Yeah, but I don't know where else it would go from there. But yeah, team-wise, again, that'd be a great get. They could. They didn't do shit in WWE, man. All yeah. the didn't make mean anything. Their debut was dope, where they beat up the Usos. Yeah, they never done anything cooler after that except beat up John Cena. Yeah, they were dope when they were with AJ. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And now, and it's crazy because like now AJ doesn't have backup, so mm-hmm. AJ is probably gonna end up be putting people over for the rest of his career because he doesn't have any lackeys to take bumps from. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Or maybe he's gonna turn face pretty soon where he doesn't need. Yeah. Him. I don't know. Well, that, that's what I was thinking because we haven't seen him. And he actually – he showed up on his uh, – I forgot the app he always uses to talk to people, like the fans. But he popped up, like, keeping up KFAB, like, I'm still alive. Yeah. Uh, I've still survived. Like, well, like maybe a, they'll do – maybe maybe he'll come back as a face and Cena will come back as a heel and they could, they could, they could fucking do mm-hmm. a rivalry but flip the, you know, the yeah. characters and shit. But uh, what do you think, Quincy? New Japan, AEW for uh, Galaxy? Uh, New Japan's definitely in the combo. Yeah, I, my thing yeah. is, like, New Japan, I mean, I don't know if they would move back to Japan. Bro. I mean, I know Carl was living out there for a while, and then he uprooted his family, and they're probably still in school and stuff, you know what I mean? He yeah. has, like, three, four kids. So I don't know if that's going to be something that he just goes and, like, maybe does the old, I'm there for three weeks and then come back for a week. And, the, you know, but that's the thing is, like, the traveling is not really popping right now. You know, if they're trying yeah. to make some money, which I don't think they really need the money, because uh, mm-hmm. I know these guys, especially Carl Anderson, he's about his paper. Um, he may be yeah. sitting okay right now, but if you needed some immediate, you know, uh, features or you know, trying to get trying to get some some uh, cash flow going, I could see them going to AEW. My only thing with NJW uh, is the fact that I've never been a fan of Jay White as the leader or his leadership in in Bullet Club. Like, is he the leader, or is, isn't the isn't Kenta the leader now? I don't know, man. I know he's in it. I didn't know. I didn't hear if he was the leader. I thought Kenta was like. I, I mean, like, I, I, I thought Kenta was like was like moving towards a uh, heavy like a championship shot against Naito. Jay White was scheduled to go against uh, Marty, and then that didn't happen. Okay. And they had oh, yeah. ROH versus New Japan. So, to me, I thought it, it it made sense that Marty, who used to be in Bullet Club, you know, mm. challenged Jay White, who is in yeah. Bullet Club. So um, I, I don't I, I don't know if he's the head dude, but like yeah, I, but it will be interesting though if they did go back to New Japan and that was how maybe Jay White gets ousted because they're, they're like Tama, what are we doing? Well, you know? I, I was gonna say yeah. that's the only reason I, if if like they got Tama and and Fale to break off and just do the do the original four without uh, Devitt. Yeah. I see that. But 
What do you think? I also think it's a possibility that I think it's a possibility that WWE might have a, a like some sort of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge agreement with them, like where they would hire him back. Because I mean, they signed they just signed a massive contract. Did they not? I was like, going to say. I mean, it's, it's I think it's yeah, seven hundred or seven hundred and fifty. Yeah. Each. Yeah, but when it comes to making room and making cuts, financial reasons. I mean, you know. Well, they're gonna have to pay him some of that money though. Not yeah. five mil is not bad. Then they're not gonna. I mean, there's no way they can't. They're not gonna pay him some of that money because, like, yeah. they, they're breaking that contract. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. But but see, they're doing a lot. They Maria's on maternity leave, and they they released her, which is illegal. Yeah. Uh, and then there was somebody else who got released with it. I think they were injured. I'm like, dude, that's fucked. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Crazy because yeah. everyone thought they were gonna slap on Dash Wilder's um or Cash Wheeler's uh injury time, and they didn't. You know what I mean? Well, that's, but see, that's what I was saying earlier was like where it came as like a shock to us. I'm like, maybe they were the technically the first two of yeah. these cuts. Yeah, supposedly they, they put it out on. and they, and But they probably wanted to do it where like, no, we want to be separate from all these fools. We don't want to make it seem like y'all fired us like that. Well, you know what I mean? on Friday hoping it would be buried over the weekend. But it's like, yo, nothing's going on. So why do you think like the revival getting released would not be the biggest headline? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause that's why when it happened, I was like, yo, I got to send this to you guys. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, no, I mean, they did kind of start this list, but yeah, no, I think, um, them, they're in good hands. And so is Anderson and Gallows. I mean, maybe you're right, Mark, maybe they are owed some money and maybe they'll, they'll come back with WWE mm-hmm. with a handshake agreement, but I'm right there with you, Quincy. Carl's too much about his money. So if he mm-hmm. kind of got bamboozled out of this like crazy contract that they were, you know, they signed just to stay, I feel yeah. like he's going to make sure it's going to be worth it, whatever his next move is, whether it's mm-hmm. with WWE or reconvening with WWE or going elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll put it this way. New Japan, though, will put him in a better role, but AEW yeah. will give him the money he wants. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. But do you, think that, do you think that AEW like, obviously has to fucking get the revival, right? That's like the number one priority for, yeah. tag, for tag teams. I don't know, man. Like, it, you don't think so? I, I mean, I want them to, but like, I don't. I'm, I put like this. I'm not giving my hopes up. Just, I mean, I, I don't know, man. The way, that, the way that Arn yeah. Anderson just talked about them, and the way that the Young Bucks have been talking for forever about, I just can't imagine it not happening. And, and don't forget all the times that they've gone up to fans with signs and pointing yeah. at and taking taking photos of the guy with yeah. his shirt. You know what I mean? From AEW. Yeah. Like, I so that I guess my question is like, so if if since the revival's not even included in this list because they got released days ago. Yeah. If they're an if they're an already like okay they're for sure getting signed then how much room does AEW have for more tag teams to sign like can they get Gals Anderson well, can they sign Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins like I don't know if they I don't know if they can. Well, I think we could. I mean, what about Primo and Epico? Don't be don't be oh, hating. I'm sorry, man. I have Primo and Epico. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I was going to say. I mean, the only other names on this list were um, Drake Maverick, EC3, EC3, great talker. I don't. God, he's Slater. He's Slater as well. I don't know if um, I don't know if EC3 might go back to Impact, where he could still be EC3. Um, I think he could flourish in in AEW. I think. I mean, we've seen the photos with him in a club with Jericho having talks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, mean? I wouldn't doubt it because he Jericho been feeling that fire for a while. But I just don't know if his personality could exist. No. At the same time as MJF, and I don't know if I'd want to see them in the same crew either, because I feel like that's the only that or not only, but that's the simple. It could thing. be it could be pretty interesting though to see them in the same. I mean, I, I mean, Y two J, 
MJF, EC3. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, thinking, oh, well, I mean, not that I'd want to see Y2J stray away from the inner circle, but that is. I mean, technically, he's not Y2J cool. anymore. Because, like, I, Wardlow and then EC3 and, and MJF, like, they, I mean, you already got the initials. That's, thing, I mean, so it, it's, it's, you know, and then you got the heavy and, you know, that's money, bro. It, it it makes sense, you know. I mean, just, I just just hope, based off look alone, the three of those dudes. But it just, I mean, that's that's money, bro. Though, you I, know I mean, what I mean? It just seems a little too easy. But I, I'm you not, know, on MLW, they had the uh, the dynasty or whatever. Yeah, well, I think oh, that's uh, and that that's like the dynasty on steroids, bro. Well, that's like, another that's name I heard that was rumored too. Was um, what's his name? Uh, Davy Boy's son. Oh yeah, DH. Oh really, DH Smith or Harry Smith? Yeah, I heard was supposed to be. Well, see, I was wondering about that because uh, you know, obviously his dad got uh, was supposed to be honored mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so, he was I on the bump or whatever. They gonna still do that while he, you know what I mean, goes to their competition. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he was on the bump not too long ago, but he claimed that he went there tagging along with someone else, and I know he knows a lot of people. You know what I mean? But I don't know. But all yeah, right, so, that, all right, so let's get down. Let's get down. Let's get to the real hey, one. What no, about right. No Way Jose, bro? What about No Way Jose? Um, No Way. What? <laughs> no. But you know, oh, he could join Private Party, eh? No, I'll be honest with you. So No Way Maybe. Jose came from CMLL, right? And so I think him, he's good. He's just him, yeah. And Epico, like the Colognes, they'll just go back and because when he was a CMLL, he was a heel. You know what I mean? You never really? What he could do. Yeah, man. He was a I didn't even know he came. I didn't even know he came from Dude, I, I, rem- I remember he had a match against uh I think either Tyler Breeze or like Sami Zayn right when NXT first started on the network. Like when they were really? still yeah. Like but he wasn't no way Jose, he, he had like a different uh, name. But no, his name was like something I forgot his last name, his real name, okay. but yeah, he, I recognized him because of the hair. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So Yeah. But, but uh he's no, got size I, and he's got a look. So. You were saying, Mark, like Trying to get guys on this list, the Leo Rushes, the, you know, maybe the major bros, definitely guys like the Revival or, um, you know, Gallows Anderson. Yeah. They do need to gut some of that fat. And, like, for sure, I mean, not to be – I don't want to see anybody go home. But, I, like I said, at the beginning of this, we said there's buyer's remorse of some people. I know we've talked about some names. Like, so let's just throw them down, gentlemen. Like, well, I well hold on. I, I, I just got to address – I just got to throw a pitch one thing out there because we didn't give him a fair shot. Heath Slater, where do you see him going? I see him going to Impact and reuniting with Rhino. I know, great idea, correct? I feel you. Yeah, that's so. Well, that's <laughs> about it. I forgot, Ryan. That's where Rhino's at right now. You're right. So that's probably the, the best move. If not, he needs to just. He's, he's been beefing too much with Moose. I, I I think he's done all he could, he can do, man. I, mean, I could see him. I could see him at ROH. Who? As a singles he's got, guy, he's he, got Slater. A look now that he's got a haircut and stuff. You know what I mean? So. We'll see. Maybe that'll carry him. Man, I, could see him I could see him try to make a push at being a main event guy in a smaller fed like uh, like like ROH or like MLW. You know what? He should go to NWA. Or NWA. He could be, yeah. he could be, he would be good at NWA, actually. NWA is probably the best pick. No, that crowd, no, that crowd would eat it up. Yeah, you're see, right. Fair share, baby. Bam. Um, <laughs> hey, I'll see you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so AEW, though, yeah. Let's trim the fat, gentlemen. I mean, I think the okay. glaring one is Jimmy Havoc. Marco Stunt. Yeah, Marco yeah that's Stunt. the glaring one is Marco Stunt. And, and no hate at all. It's just like in terms of what I, the roster I'd like to see that will legitimize their program and their broadcast. And like what's – I mean, I get it. AEW is for everyone. But, like, I just hate people going to guys like them and, like, 
use it. That's like low hanging fruit. They're like, well, this is why they suck because this happens. Yeah. You know, um, I think librarians. Scenes, yep. Library. I mean, I like, I, you know what I mean? I, I like Peter Avalon, but this I is bad. Say, you know what I mean? If they signed him and uh, if they did, if they signed PP Ray, Ray Roses, like that would have mm-hmm. been a better, I think, uh, decision. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, Avalon's got a good mind for the business, but, and Leva's been around too, but they're not, those, if they're going to continue that gimmick, like I don't want to see them in AEW. They should just be on BTE. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, say John, is it Alex Reynolds and John? Silver? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the two extra Dark Order yeah. guys. Yeah, they, they might as well just keep call, having like Dark Order number oh, the eight, boys four, and five and six. Ball. Yeah, and just get rid of those two guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, you know, like I don't want to say QT because I like what they're doing with QT and Dustin, but he's like really he's there. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need to be on. T- he doesn't need to be on TV. I, I would take him off. I like. Maybe I would. I would. Yeah, I would yeah, put him backstage, make him do whatever he does, yeah. producing that, or whatever. He's a guy who I think he has a dual contract anyway. He looks yeah. like frames. And same thing with a Brandon Cutler. I know Pointy yeah. mentioned him earlier, which is right. I mean, I like Cutler because you know I feel like I want to see him get. A You're sport. a loser. <laughs> I like him as a job. I like him as a job guy. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't have any. You know. I was just gonna say, yeah, like I don't, or like you know who else? Like and. Sorry, Sima. Send him back. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, hey, I yeah he, I think he's done what he's had to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, and dare I say, I'm going to say Awesome Kong. But yeah, I mean, I, what she's about still, is she still signed or? What about the other Kong? She's doing, she's doing her, uh, well, she's probably not doing anything now, but she was kind of written off in the sense she got jumped mm-hmm. on Dark. I remember Quincy told me about this and I saw it. Where, yeah, uh, you haven't seen Mel either. Yeah, Luther and Mel turned on her. Oh, okay. And, and so she just kind of got laid out, basically. And then, like, I, I haven't seen her since then. So mm. I think that was just a way to get her off so she could do the whole glow, you know, deal. Right, right, yeah. And what so about- the thing is, if she's going to be doing that, finish, mm. that, just finish that, you know what I mean? So that doesn't mm. get in your way. You can actually come and show up and actually have matches. Cause, like, I mean, I don't think she can go anymore. I thought I thought Brandy said that she's, like, done, like, not really. She well, she, hurt, she, like, she wasn't, really like. I guess what what it was is we kind of we as friends just suspected her to be the awesome Kong of old. You know what I mean? So yeah. kind of like put a pressure, a little bit of pressure on her, and when she wasn't really planning on being on the road, back on the road full time like that. Yeah, it's that, and it's because when she showed up at Double or Nothing, that was really last minute because they're filming in Vegas for Glow. Yeah, and, and she has to finish that. You know, it's one of those things like The Rock shouldn't have fought at Mania because he ended up tearing his pectoral and it yeah. know, lost the money in that movie. It's kind of the same thing. She can't really get too physical because she has to, you know, be good for the the series. Right, 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 yeah. Netflix, so um, that's kind of the deal. So that's why I think, you know, let her go, and then if there's time to bring her back, bring her back, because, like, I feel like they could open up some spots in the women's division, too, for mm-hmm. you know, the people we mentioned. I mean, uh, are Rio going back? I, I think they should send. I think they should send the majority of those Japanese girls. But I mean, I don't think they're gonna send Rio back because she has yeah. obviously close. Well, I'll put it like this: I would rather keep Hikaru all day, yeah, all day, and yeah. Rio. But I know that yeah. she has some ties with the EVP. But if it was up to me, um, there's a girl I think it was like Shaza McKenzie that barely gets, uh, yeah, barely gets featured. I never, I never see her. Yeah, it's like because I at first I thought her and Shanna were the same person until I realized yeah. they were two different people. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, as far as uh, Luther, I'd probably get rid of Luther. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, and not not to say like just I don't I I just don't know who he is. I have no I have no I don't have a finger on the pulse on that one. You know what I mean? I maybe maybe uh maybe the hybrid too. I mean, I like both those guys. Yeah, no, not, that they were the top yeah. of my list. Yeah, and go back. We I, I just we oh Nakazawa for sure. What man, you talking about, about the MVP of Dark? Thank you, Nakazawa. Yeah, and and uh and Hybrid Two are on my list for sure. Yeah, I, I like the Hybrid Two though. I ain't gonna lie. And I like both those guys, but they're I, what whatever they're doing doesn't work for me right now. So like Evans is so you know what they those do yeah. Hey, send send them. Hey, get a little talent. Like he tries, dude. Like send them and get a little talent talent exchange uh with Impact. What do you guys think? Do you think Janela is expendable? No, then to keep him. I wouldn't want. Yeah. I mean, I would. I would. I mean, if, if if it was me, yeah, I would. I think he is, but I don't think they're gonna let him go. They like him, so. I, I think if it was between him and Jimmy Havoc, and you can only have one, I'd be like Janela. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. If it's between if it's between those two guys, yeah, just because at least at least uh, Janela can promo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a big fan of his in ring stuff, nor am I a fan of his look, but I, he can talk from what I from what I've seen, so. Jersey, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we pretty much hit everyone that was on my list of people I would cut. Because, like, especially, if, like, two tag teams, you, you know, again, you take out Silver and Reynolds, and you, you yeah. out, who was it? Hybrid 2. Hybrid 2. Revival. That's and, Revival. Uh, Gallows. Either Major Major Brothers or Anderson and Gallows, yeah. one of those two. Exactly. Or, and then, you know, the librarians are gone. That's another tandem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. But then again, well, what about the rest of uh? What about the rest of OWE? I mean, Stronghearts. I mean, I, I don't see them much. I mean, sometimes they're on dark. I mean, you said Shima, so I figured. Yeah, yeah. I might as well get the whole lot three, out. All three of those mm-hmm. guys. Because I mean, they got them to what like bridge a gap for like talent, but there hasn't been talent coming in. Right. Nah. Yeah. So, and like, I don't know, man. man no, nah, that's cool. I was gonna say. Right, so if you if you were to if you were to name five guys, five people from this list, and like a tag team counts as one, who that AEW should get? Who who would you who who's who's on your list? Um, Leo Rush. Okay. Uh, Anderson and Gallows. Uh, that's two. I would say mm-hmm. um, Rusev. And so was that three uh, revival for sure. Well, revival doesn't. I mean, revival's not okay, on this. Okay, so, yeah, that's an automatic. So okay, so I'm back yeah. to three. Um, I would say, yeah, I almost want to say I, I'd like. I would. Uh, I want to see them get Sarah Del Rey versus mm-hmm. Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan would be a good diverse gimmick, I guess. But I don't even know what she would do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like. Unless she went back to crazy Mary, she would Donald. need so, she would need someone to talk for her for sure. But she's she would be better than most of the women. What on if the she roster. goes back to being Mary Dobson though? Like then, she yeah. wouldn't need anybody to talk for her. So was she talking I, back? Was she talking on the Indies? You, you could even have her be uh, what, what managed. If, you could have her get managed by Luther or something. I was gonna like say, that. what if Luther or Jimmy Havoc talked to her? But I don't know, man. Jimmy I don't. I don't. Really, I'm not really big on Jimmy Havoc promos, so I don't know. All right, now so yeah, Sarah Del Rey, Rusev. Uh, VOC, I'll, I'll call him Leo Rush, and uh, I'm stuck. I would probably say it's a it's a tie between EC3 and the ma- uh, Major Bros. I'm gonna go EC3. I okay. like Major Bros though. I just know that yeah, we have so much time left, so yeah. I don't know if that makes sense to toss big money at them mm-hmm. 
when you, you know you got younger guys that could you know what I mean yo like, you guys think Tyler Breeze is gonna get cut by the way I just that just popped into my head oh, that's a possibility I'm hanging by I mean Man. I don't know I mean I didn't think about champions that. Are, what are, I was thinking that Devlin might be not safe because I know he's yeah. kind of pissed off about getting stripped of the title because. It's bullshit, really. Well, it's, yeah. I'm like, why are you guys following a fake rule on a on a stage show? Because yeah, it doesn't apply to Brock Lesnar, but doesn't. Well, he hey, so Doc, hey, so what was really. your what was your five again? You said it was Gallows, uh, Anderson, Neil Rusev, EC3, Rusev, Gallows, and Anderson. And I think uh, for the sake of the division, I'd like to see Sarah Del Rey get picked up in terms okay. of training and vision. You know, yeah, I mean, those are okay. the good ones. So yeah. Okay, so you got five. Yeah. Utilize the list, boy. Leo Rush for sure. Uh -huh. The OC for sure. Bam. Rusa, see, it's, mm, no. Because mm. I honestly personally would like to see Mike and Maria in there. Yeah. Oh, that's enough. Yeah, you're right. Um, Money. So is that three? That's yeah. three. Yeah, you know, you could put Rusev on there. The fourth. The fourth. Rusev, Leo. Mike and Maria, and then the OC. OC, okay. And who's the last? Oh, see, and that's where I'm stuck because I'm I'm between a a female wrestler who they need and a backstage person who I feel can add to it because I'm thinking someone between Billy Kidman or Deanna Peraza. See, my thing is I I don't know what Billy Kidman can do. Well, you know, he might he might be a good guy that's there to show the younger guys who are going way too fast, like, hey, I'll, you should only do spots here and there. You know what I mean? So not everything's a car crash spot fest. You know what I mean? Are you sure? You got people doing his moves standing up now. Yeah, for real. But you know what? Thanks for saying, Deanna, because I, I totally forgot. I thought Sarah was the only female talent on there. But, like, I would, I would have to say Deanna slash Sarah Del Rey, if I, you know what I mean? But, yeah, Deanna's a good one, to, for sure. No, no, uh, no lie. We may have to do another one of these after NXT's over. I just – Yeah. Sure. I'm sure. So. What about McFly? I mean, Leo – I feel like Leo and Rusev are locks on any list. They have to be. Uh, and then I'm going to go – I'm going to go with uh, the Major Brothers just because they got that, like, the, the ties to Cody, they got the WWE look. You could have good feud. They could have good feud. They could actually probably get a good feud out of the best friends, probably, which would yeah. be a miracle. No. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, I'm gonna say Mike and Maria for sure, because uh, they don't really have a, they don't really have a good like like a wrestler with a female valet that can talk on their roster really right now that I can think of off top. Mike and Maria. Yeah, uh, and then for the fifth spot, I'm gonna say EC3, hundred percent. So you said Major Bros. Yeah. Seth, Leo, EC3, Mike Maria. Yeah. I think the three we know for sure is for is what Rusev, Leo, and uh, who else did we say? The, the revival. I mean, if the revival's not on this list, but we know, I mean, we can. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna go there. But I think who knows? what it is is it's whether or not it, it's it seems like it's a tie between Gallows and Anderson and the Major Bros because I don't yeah. think it could be all three tag teams because you yeah, know can't. another tag team that's kind of in the wind that I think about a lot is the Ascension. Because they, oh, yeah. they, I know they got things that are on the rise, but they're being That's real right. about it. And I don't really know where I want to see them at because 
it'd be cool to see him in AEW, but I don't know oh. the capacity and as he has. Like, I'd rather see. What about, him. What, hey, what if you put him? What if you put him with the uh, with Lance Archer, bro? Uh, I was gonna say I unless they did that, does, but the, but does he need them? No. It would be pretty scary. It's a pretty scary bunch of guys. I, I was just yeah, gonna say, I'm like they have similar yeah, gear. Keep yeah. that look, though. You know what I mean? What's up? That's if they keep that look. And from what I saw, yeah. I think Victor, the one with the ponytail, recently shaved his head, so he just yeah, had that long okay. beard. You know what I mean? But and um, then and then if if you got Luke Gallows coming in, he for sure put, keeping the face paint. So that's not gonna yeah. work. Well, I could see Ascension being basically the new uh, modern. Uh, LOD going to Japan, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they should go to Japan. Yeah, I, I think that's probably where they'll thrive the best right now. I mean, Japan was really good for Lance Archer, so I mean, it might it'll probably help them out because Lance Archer, Archer was in a tag team for for a minute until he had a little single yeah, run. So he was part of a stable as well for a while. With yeah, uh, I think he was in Suzuki Goon, but he was yeah. in a tag team called he was in a tag team called the uh, Killer Elite Squad, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, right. yeah, yes, with um, Harry Smith. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would be yeah. cool if we did get – dang, can you imagine if Harry Smith came and, like, Jake was, like, managing him too? That would be sick. Yeah, it won't be bad. Be can, bad. I, can I just bring up, uh, you know, our theory from, like, eons ago? Yeah. And that is the fact that the Revival must join forces with Sean Spears and be managed by Telly Blanchard. Yeah. I, I think – I mean, we talked about this maybe – you weren't there, Mark, but we – I know uh, we talked about it a little bit a couple episodes back, like – and it was really offhand. It wasn't even a main topic. It was like, oh, I wonder if that would be. Can you imagine that type of deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I think, yeah. I think, I think if 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 the revival can't be managed by anybody else besides, uh, you know, James E. Cornette, in my opinion, and I know it's not going to happen. Very, that's my, you know. I'm to be honest with you. I think it could happen. I think Cornette is trying his damnedest to uh, to work it. I think it could, I guess. I don't know. I don't I know, man. I listen like, all the time. I, I just can't it would see have it happening. To, I think carefully done. I think he would have to have a lot of perks. I think it would have to be a thing of you guys aren't allowed to, um, you know, police my methods or agent. I get to agent my own team's match. There's way too much bad blood, bro, like between him and Kenny and the Bucks and, you know. I know he's cool with Cody, and I know, he's, I know he loves Hangman, and I know he, you know. I'll do business, dude. Yeah, I, I think sure. I think there's a chance they'll do business just because they know J- Jim. Okay, where's Jim going to go? Not that he needs wrestling. He has said yeah. that he does not need a job wrestling. But like, I just motherfucker. <laughs> they they also know that they also know that besides besides Bobby Heenan, Cornette's the best manager in history. Like realistically, maybe him and Heyman are maybe tied. Or he's probably he's probably past Heyman though. Realistically, so I mean, I don't know, man. I just I think it could happen. I, I think. Um, I think Cody's the guy to do it. Yeah. He could convince all the other guys who are more indie centric, you know, and he's not that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. The indies after. So I think he's the guy that's best of both worlds that can bridge the gap and get these guys to see, Hey, fuck all that place. You know what I mean? But like, there's no way he'll be able to work with Janela at the same fucking workplace. I think so, dude. I think this is how I think he'll lay it out. I think he'll go to the bucks and go, if you want the match with the revival, you gotta hire Jim Cornette. No, he'll never put them in a position like nah, that. No, he wouldn't. They're too good of friends. 
And, and, I mean, and not, is that a bad position to be put in, or is that just grow up? The Bucks, dude. Funny. The Bucks hate the Bucks hate Cornette, dude. Well, I mean, but I feel like the Bucks hated Cornette. I don't, I don't think they, after receiving so much hate from Cornette, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, and Cornette hates Cornette. Cornette hates the Bucks. Yeah, like, and it, so I feel like but they he have, has he has admitted that if if the Bucks would would have an actual match with the revival, like an actual wrestling match, he thinks it would be amazing. But he doesn't yeah. think the Bucks are capable of it because he thinks but they just want to jerk know, off and do that you know, whole deal. Up. Not too long ago, where like they they were like it's it's a work, like you know the whole thing with Jim, like he's he works just. You don't remember when the Bucks came out and said that? Like maybe. Shit. Well, no, I think that's the industry as a whole. They know that he'll he he punches. He's he's still he's always in wrestling mode. He's always in working mode. You know what I mean? And, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just what I mean. How many times we've heard stories about? Hey, we can get some money off this. Or, yeah, hey, yeah. Should go. Let's get some money together. I'm like, oh, man. money, kid. Well, all money I'm kid. saying is there's a possibility. Yeah, kid. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I'm not naive to think it'll happen tomorrow or the next day or this year. Yeah. I think at some point, for the sake of creativity, the sake of the fans, if AEW is all about the fans, I think some people might be able to put their egos to the side and realize, hey. Wrestling's not going to – we won't be wrestling forever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kenny's got how many left on this bump card? Same thing with the Bucks. you know what I mean? And, like, they can nitpick and all that, but they are the stars, you know what I mean? So, it's like – I think it's it, it could – there could be some level of respect or some way that they could, like, meet the needs of, of Jim. You know what? Happy, even if it's short. I believe you. And the reason I believe you is because he was working with Impact at one point and was able to still have an additional somewhat working relationship with Vince Russo even after the WWF stuff. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until Jeff Jarrett more than he hates Russo, dog. It wasn't. It wasn't until Jeff Jarrett got sent home for the Karen Angle shit. Yeah. Where things started picking back up the way that you know from from where it left off. But if he was able to do that for a few months and just you know be in the same building and not have to see this guy. I don't see him. I mean, but I don't know. It's just it's different because I I just think about Joey Janela and how much he hates him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. If Joey Janela has a problem with it, then they could they should cut his ass because he's not worth Cornette in the revival. Or, or they could just better. not book him on the show. But I mean, even just what a couple of days ago, uh, news got out that Jim Cornette went to trademark his own name, and then really? the, and then Joey Janela's like, oh man, I, I was really uh, trying. Basically, he said like. I thought I trademarked uh, slimy, slow, out of date uh, uh, cuck first, but I guess Dude, I the, you know. You know what the you know what the funniest thing about Janelle saying that type of shit is is that Janelle is actually on TV and he can't get himself over. And if Cornette was on for one night with the revival, he'd be the yeah. biggest. It would be the biggest attraction, in, especially in with them being able to have this, they, they can have a little bit more colorful language because it's TV. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I've never seen Cornette on a on TNT. I've always seen yeah. him on USA and with WWE, yeah. and you know what I mean. So I can only imagine, especially after. I mean, I'm sure you saw New Jack by now, Mark. <laughs> on I that. haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Oh man, watch that because like yeah, you'll see some of the stuff they used to get away with back in Stampede mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, or not Stampede, Smoky Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. But uh, no, man. I, I mean, to me, I think it could happen, but um. If not, I think the next best thing back to Quincy's point or what we were talking about was that I think it could be cool if Ty, you're not Ty, but Spears is like, I'm done. The search is over. Instead mm -hmm. of finding a tag team partner, I found a tag a team. A tag team. And then, you know, yeah. And then you can say plural. Top guys enter the ring. You know what I mean? So, 
And then yeah. I can see that them three with Tully, you know, maybe uh, we've talked about if you could get, um, you know, if Tully could get his daughter over there, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Fourth, you know what I mean? Different kind of stable, but. Yeah, by yeah. The way, uh, Leo Rush just put out his booking information saying he's open. Music, oh. acting, hosting, or wrestling. And also. Uh, you guys trying to get Rush on track, bro? Well, well I was going to tell Doc, uh, uh, was it Josiah? Uh, the guy who does who does uh, Sean Spears theme song, he actually I think he got let go because he just said his uh, microphone is wide open accepting uh, offers for features, but it has to be clean. She thought oh, you might want to know that being the hip hop hybrid. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, oh, man, they can stop complaining about it. Should have been you. It should have been you, Austin. <laughs> I've never said that, but right. <laughs> <laughs> anyone but you, Joseph. Maybe you guys should get him and maybe I should get him and. Uh, uh, rush on a track you know i mean they, they've done they did the the black history month uh cypher uh quite a few times yeah yeah that's right so, but yeah no that's that'll be interesting though man uh maybe hey rush has been on the show before maybe we should try to hit him up so we can get uh yeah a, i would love to get him back on the show date interview with him yeah. try to try to get something going for sure man but um yeah i don't know man like uh i mean it's weird right now bro it is weird right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and again, like you said, NXT just started 10 minutes ago. So yeah. live. Um, we'll see in another, what, uh, hour and 50 minutes who yeah. the attitude is list. We might be meeting up in a second and maybe reconvening to <laughs> figure mm -hmm. out to do a new top five. Who knows? Man? I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it, man. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, normally we would do the, uh, the Wednesday night wars, but this is kind of putting me in a mood. I mean, the only thing I would love to talk about, obviously, going down tonight is going to be uh, Moxley and Hager in the empty arena match. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and, boy. That's yeah, pretty that's good. good. Should be good. But, I mean, you, hey, future self, you better review this pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better you better get the good picks in, bro. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it was just, again, it was just one of these crazy times right now. We definitely had to get together and talk about this shit mm -hmm. and i mean i don't know anyone else that's not talking about this right now that's a wrestling fan you know what i mean yeah you know what this reminds me of is um when we were supposed to get together to record a, a totally different episode and it was the aew rally and it was oh yeah that's right oh yeah totally changed the course of what we're doing and mm -hmm. i think we end up doing a, a how to get over the next time but mm -hmm. yeah i mean this is live time man it's it's um and like you said it's it's a weird time just in, in society but like things are standing still on all fronts even wrestling so now yeah like you said there is a little bit more there i mean i don't know if we want to turn this into a whole financial debate and what this man is getting his hands dirty in and all that stuff i'm <laughs> sure we got the rest of the show but yeah this damn is uh zach Ryder already put out a new t-shirt on pro wrestling oh, yeah. it just says not there mm. let me see if i can show you guys huh instead of woo woo well, I mean, they always used to say like, uh, like we, like what rider, like, uh, like we ride for rider or something like that. When they they say something like that back in the day, this is back when he was like YouTube champion. Dang. Yeah, that's, that's another reason I think he might be valuable to AEW. You know, the, both those guys with their outreach, with their show, and all that stuff. Like, um, you know, what I mean, like outside wrestling, the major brothers could probably help with like some social media stuff too. You know what I mean? Yo, actually, when you think about it, they could 
do some stuff with the AEW figures now. I was just thinking that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really yeah. Uh, I mean, and a lot of these guys have have their own stories on pro wrestling tees. Already, bro, have you guys so. read? Yo, have you have you guys read fucking EC3's Instagram post? Shit is fucking weird. I mean, not weird, but it's like it's like interesting for sure. Oh yeah, read it, read it, read it. Read it. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I can't. It's really long. It'll take me forever to fucking read. <laughs> it's uh, okay. EC3, EC3, the real EC3 Instagram says, EC3 character pitch. Created by a perfect storm of frustration, angst, restraint, solitude, and the sense of losing everything, the character of EC3 forced himself to consider the inconceivable, that he was defeated. Refusing to accept that as a reality, EC3 has become dedicated to a new cause, achieving self-actualization, finding purpose. Destroying a moniker he felt never had an opportunity to live up to its potential, the top 1%. EC3 embraces suppressed inhibitions. Forgoing a persona that has, has a penchant for the finer things, attire, appearance, possessions, and a welcoming, yet welcoming yet always professional personalities and evolution into an ubermensch in a leather jacket. Hmm. Purified by the pain of regret and driven by a primal purpose, EC3 finds fuel in his repressed masculinity. EC3 becomes the manifestation of violent nihilism. With EC3's evolution comes an all-encompassing ideology. EC3 becomes a walking, talking, cultural commentator railing against the numbing confines of postmodern existence. With wit, machismo, and blatant rage, EC3 lashes out against all the things relevant to the wrestling world. Social media, advertising, mass consumerism, celebrity, the smiles on people's faces, and most glaring, the corporate culture. In his inability to realize his own goals, aspirations, and what he, what he is... I can't believe how long this is, dude. Yeah, I'm looking at it right like, now, and I'm like, this like is pretty long. Yeah, he, and his inability to realize his own goals. Oh, shit, hold on. I lost my place. <laughs> uh, aspirations and what he has lost. EC3 seeks enlightenment through comeuppance. Some in the WWE universe, parentheses, the wrestling world, would find empathy for EC3. Knowing how it feels to be quote-unquote unwanted or cast aside, the audience would find EC3's opposition to the modern product and its corporate culture alluring. Others in the WWE universe, again, the wrestling world, would find EC3's behavior hypocritical. The negativity EC3 preaches becomes incessant lecturing, and the means of his behavior destructive, borderline obnoxious, and slightly insane. Regardless of perception after a real intangible story of loss, regret, and sacrifice, EC3 embraces an important question. Would you rather be the universe's enemy or nothing at all? And then hashtag EC emancipation, yeah. hashtag toxic male, Hashtag jacked up genius, genius sicko. Free, hashtag free C3. Free C3. I think it's like feet. I'm going to be honest. C3. But hey, it's funny that because he calls him, the, he says the EC3 stands for essential character. three. But to me, it sounds like um, he, that's just going to be the, the thing that Chris Van Bleet asked him about a year from now. What about this when you tweeted this? And he's like, oh yeah, well my idea was, because I mean like I hear that yeah. like, he doesn't move in the ring like that. He's too built. And yeah. He's like John Cena-esque, like the way he moves. So he doesn't – he could grow a savage beard. He could grow his hair out again. Like, he could do whatever. Yeah. He could stop tanning. I don't care. He could go hardcore. I'm not going to believe that he's going to be – Oh, here. dude, hey, there, I, hey, there's a video. There's I, a video here, too, though. He's pr he's promoing, too, though. Yeah, I was going to say it's an actual, like, promo. Yeah. Oh, shit. And he, and he has facial hair. See? He has a goatee. See, I'm saying, like, I'm sure it's it's based on the fact that he's in quarantine and he's altered his scroll, liking, sharing, trolling. Is your life so empty and hollow inside that you have to vicariously live through someone else? Hmm. A celebrity. 
I don't like. I mean, the violent nihilistic part. I feel like that's a kind of an overreach of this well, yeah. Honestly, I don't. I don't think this is a pitch. I think this is him. Like when you read it, this is literally what happened to him in WWE. Mm-hmm. You oh, know what I'm saying? Got you. Because well, he's, you know, he's saying talking about people. Some people would find empathy for him, knowing how it feels to be unwatered and cast aside. And then you know what I mean. And others would think that his. Uh, behavior is destructive or borderline obnoxious, which would be probably the higher ups who aren't who don't understand him, or or think that he's being a certain way when he's. I mean, how many times we hear that that you know you're that legend old freaking tale of oh this person's hard to work with. It's for, I mean, you know his whole thing was he got he got a couple concussions and I don't know, man. I mean, I definitely want to try to decipher that though for sure. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Should you guys want to take a break? Yeah, we'll definitely take a break. I'm sure we're gonna have to either come back to talk about the, the next list or uh, get into the rest of uh, you know Wednesday Night Wars, of course. But uh, no first and foremost, let's just uh, you know give a round of applause from the fly for coming back to the show, man. It's Thank been a you. while, sir. I'm glad to, glad to finally get you back. And uh, obviously, given the current circumstances in this climate, uh, this may be the way to go from going from now on, which is totally fine with me, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, no gas. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta chill out i mean I, I do miss the rotations with y'all gentlemen but you know what I mean? yeah i know i know but uh definitely we're gonna take a, a quick break and uh yeah we'll be back man yo yo what's going on kjs listeners it is i the one and only hip-hop hybrid triple h himself doc lesnar co-host of your favorite wrestling podcast giving you the best news in the wrestling universe but right now i'm just taking some time to remind you guys to hit me up follow me on instagram but of more importantly get that music you guys have heard me talk about it every episode i hit you with the plugs amazon google you know what i mean itunes a little bit of Apple Music, and of course, Spotify. So what are you guys waiting on, man? Follow me on Spotify. You go ahead and, and, you know, just dip your toe a little bit. That's a free stream, you know? The first one's always free. But check out my songs, man. Triple H, Hip Hop Hybrid, and of course, one of my favorite songs I've ever done, the Strong Style and Profiling Remix featuring myself, my cohort, Quincy Jones Go. You may have heard of him. And of course, the iconic Mega Ran and the homie Cam Archer, man. So go ahead, check that out anywhere that you digitally stream your music today. Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, go! Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. And what's going on, guys? We're coming back from a break, and uh, man, it's uh, one of them days again, dude. Uh, you know, it's weird. You know, uh, we, we knew that uh, a few NXT cuts were coming. Uh, we had a, a list uh, that I actually, uh, you know, that was updated for us. Um, it was, I believe, Alexander uh, uh, Talent uh, that was in the PC, uh, as well as Deanna Perrazzo. I think that was one we knew. Uh, I mean, herself, I think, believe she was more relieved uh, more than anything. I guess, you know, in her, her own world, Deanna uh, Perrazzo, I mean, uh, that was one where she, I guess, you know, she, by way of her, you know, it seemed like she was more relieved more than anything so you know in her own words it was a a sort of a struggle for her but you know i digress um you know there was also mj jenkins which is a a sad case because uh uh, again as as, uh you know coming from her i I believe she had a relative that just uh, passed away from a coronavirus uh which is you know devastating enough i mean again we don't really name drop that thing on the show at all we don't like to 
remind people about the you know the big black cloud uh, you know outside the doors uh, that we unfortunately are forced to stay inside of um but i mean it is a reality and i mean i just honestly you know i'm not trying to animate or you know sensationalize this here but it's i can't imagine that combo of having that and you know your job you know being taken away but again another talented individual uh you know i i encourage you go watch the may young classic you know uh Obviously, I mean, I believe a lot of these uh, individuals are going to be able to find some work once things are back in op operational or, or functioning order, at least whatever is quote unquote normal, because um, all of them have something to offer. You know what I mean? Again, uh, Dan Matha was another person, uh, which is, you know, unfortunately, I was a fan of Dan Matha. Um, again, there was uh, a few uh, on air talent. Uh, John Qu uh, Quastro, uh, I believe it's John Quastro. Yeah. Uh, was an on-air talent. There was also uh, a few trainers. Ace Steel, legendary Ace Steel, one of the trainers, uh, was uh, unfortunately let go as well, um, which was crazy to me. And then uh, I believe it was also, uh, oh yeah, Serena Deeb, uh, another trainer that was uh, over down at the PC. And uh, for those who know, she was also in the Mae Young Classic, but even further back was uh, also part of the Straight Edge uh, Society with uh, Luke Gallows and uh, Sam Punk. So uh, obviously contributed a whole lot, you know, when she was here and everything like that. But Again, I mean, another person, so much to give. So there's definitely going to be, uh, you know, some offers. And all I'm saying is this. I'm not saying, like, people are going to be swooping up. But it's interesting because, again, this is really unprecedented. You know, it's just crazy, you know. But the way I'm looking at it, you know, I'm looking at it from a different scope. I'm looking at it as, you know, just some. there's a whole lot of shiny new toys, a shipment of new toys that just hit the sales floor. And it'll be interesting to see the bidding war, if, you know, if you catch my drift. But, um anyways man uh again just wanted to uh acknowledge those men and women you know because again you know it's it, it sucks it doesn't it, it it's not fun it's not fun to have to report this um it's just what's happening right now and but uh, on a lighter note we're gonna get into the wednesday night wars myself and doc lesnar via the zoom technology again not a paid ad but if you guys are looking for a sponsor re look no further <laughs> anyways man the wednesday night war is broken down by myself and doc lesnar Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Well, we are uh, day two. I mean, this is crazy. First of all, let me just start off. You know, I know we just came back from break, but um, mm -hmm. let's get a rust in paradise going right now for uh, Howard Finkel. Yeah. Uh, just... This is a shitty week, man. I mean, I was talking to a few people. I was actually on a pod. Uh, after we did our part one with, uh, with Mark, I actually was on with some of the G GCF guys last night talking about a lot of the same stuff, uh, pertaining to all the releases. But, I mean, we were sitting up there, chopping, you know, pretty much like naming the things that they've already been going through. And it's only like, the, what, the fourth day out of seven in the week. It's like they had the XFL bankruptcy thing. They had like the inside trader thing come out. And then like that Tuesday, they had pretty much had, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but they had a, uh, the documentary of, uh, or the dark side of the ring with Jimmy Snooker, which is pretty much uh, all, but it, it, you know, saying yeah, I didn't straight get up that, that, but it definitely starts with a uh, dark, dark, dark well, painting of what happened. For sure. Well, it, it I mean, it's not, not it's not like a spoiler or anything. I mean, because I just haven't read Snooker's book to know that this was already something that a lot of people knew. But 
pretty much, you know, it's already an insinuation that Vince McMahon, like, helped cover up a murder 70 years ago. Yeah. And then, you know, then the day after, we get all these releases. And then the day after that, you know, which was yesterday, then we, today we have freaking Howard Finkel. It's just like, what is going on, man? Like, 869. They said uh, yeah, it was unknown at the time. I, I hope it's not COVID or anything having to do with that at all. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Still remains to details remain to be seen on that one, but definitely rest in paradise. Uh, I mean, no, to be honest, man, a lot of people don't realize that he's the one that coined the WrestleMania term. Yes, yeah, you know I mean, and he and, uh, actually is a lot like, of those uh, a lot of those sayings that are attached to it as well. Like as far yeah. as uh, you know what I mean, like uh, the creative. Ways they promoted, like the the show of shows, show of the immortals, all that. Like he had a hand in a few of those too, man. And it's just like, man, like not to go too too uh you know extra with with this because I mean it's it's a sad sad thing either way. It's just I can't help but feel, dude. Like I mean our gener our era of wrestling is it's it's gone. Like Howard's no longer here. You know, no no disrespect, but you know Jim Ross. I mean he's still here. He's he's working with a different company. Jerry's like not he's like a shell of his former so he's he's a parody of his former self and it's not good it's yeah not, it's it's crazy. and then you know mike kyota getting the the axe yesterday and just it's crazy but uh, even i like, mean i mean angle wasn't there from the 90s but even him getting the axe is a little surprising yeah. but he maybe he might be yeah. who knows yeah but you know not to say it's uh you know, there's levity. I guess to bring a little bit of levity to the situation, because I hate to, you know, start off on such a dark note here, but um, we did have some Wednesday Night Wars I think uh, we should address. Um, yeah. Definitely should address. But uh, you want to get into NXT first, man? The the gold standard, is, uh, is that okay for you? Yeah, that's fine, man. I mean, the first uh, hour was, um, was all right. <laughs> A lot of wrestling for their first hour, which is pretty good, though. So it's considering yeah. the last couple of weeks, it's just been a lot of promo. I agree. I mean, it's production. been a lot of video package segment. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, recapping. Recap, I should say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, but off with, yeah, I mean, I think we had was it the Prince uh, return? Yeah, taking the, on uh, the is it baby the, and Eggner? Yeah, and I was kind of intrigued by this for two reasons, only just because like. I feel like they've crossed paths before, just real earlier on in their respective NXT careers. So I thought it was kind of cool to see what they've done since then. But uh, more or less, yeah, I can, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, right. You know, but uh, more or less, just the size differential. Um, you know, because I, so I was intrigued by like how the match was going to go. But um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, but the commentary I felt like was whack because he kept calling Eichner Bartel and it just you know Bartel was at ringside and you know I mean but Finn did defeat him with the coup de gras and then in 1916 uh we did which, have which is good because yeah oh uh, did, did he have a post match or something no nah, just finger points and talking to the camera nothing on mic you know what I mean but it was pretty dope he did yeah. a John with shotgun drop kick to uh Bartell into the gate, you know, because he was trying to run in at some point. So, you know, it, it was good Finn stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, well, I know he's been dealing with the Imperium and trying to take them out one by one. So, 
this it's it's consistent um uh, with yeah. what's going on. I don't know uh what else they have going on um for NXT UK the brand just in general it's obviously pro- I don't know if it's even cuz I know it comes on Thursdays. I didn't get a chance to see if it came on uh tonight. I don't usually check for it, but I don't know what the status of it now is considering there's was, you know, over there than there is over here as far as what, you know, what, what we're going to plan to do as far as course of action for all this quarantine business going on. Yeah. But um, it is worth noting that the, the, it was good to see that they were actually uh, doing what they could to, you know, further that continuity uh, for both brands. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, good win for so, Finn. Won't be the last time we see him in the night. Yeah. Because, yeah, last time, I think last week they showed a recap of him going against um, Alexander. Alexander. Uh, yeah, my, yeah. My, to your point, he's like, yeah, he's going through them one by one. But after that, they just show Velveteen waiting on his couch, thinking Adam Cole's going to arrive. More on that later. Uh, then they kind of show an interview segment yep. with Charlotte. I like this surprisingly because it had, like, a mission statement. It wasn't, like, the usual, like, bow to the queen because it's in my blood and I'm superior. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but mean, that's I would- pretty much what her – her, her Monday promo, her, her Monday, her Monday promo was basically like a recap of all her promos against Rhea Ripley all in one, which was just, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know I mean? but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I did like how she was talking about, she's here to dominate all three brands. So um, not a definitive statement, but one that leaves you guessing is see, to see if she's going to keep like, you know, hopping around shows or something, but. Yeah, well, we have I to see like how her the whole goes. past, present, future thing that she was going. Yeah, for. yeah. But I, Which, I will uh, say, I, mean, yeah. I will say, I was beyond intrigued <laughs> by the nod to Mia, Mia Yim. So I got to see where that goes. <laughs> goes, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it was funny when, uh, when, when Mia kind of had Shayna shook, and she was like. She's a street thug. I'm like, you're a cage fighter. <laughs> like, oh, what, what you oh man, but um, uh, after who would we get after this? Was it that that Dexter Lumis match or that too early? No, too early. This was Aaliyah and Zia Lee. I oh mean, yeah, like, right. It was just weird because it, I mean, I'll put it this way: but it was a squash match, really. It, I mean, it was Zia Lee coming out, and she just like besides like a pump kick that Aaliyah hit, Zia Lee just beat her ass yeah, the whole time. Like, and not, like, beat her ass yeah. just, like, offense, offense, offense. Off. Like, it should have been done five minutes early. You know what I mean? I felt like it was a waste, yeah. but all we really got from it was the beginning was they showed Aaliyah on Twitter, like, revealing it was her who attacked Zia Lee. Like, like, nobody knew. But I guess that explains why they didn't really <laughs> touch during the gauntlet because it wasn't, like, definitively revealed yet. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. Yeah, that's true, I guess. If they're going to go that route. And it just didn't make way. sense because I'm thinking if you're hard body enough to Tanya Harding, Zia Lee, how, but then, like, you go to the ring and you get one kickoff, it's kind of lame, you know? Like, it, it just seemed like... Just well, weird. I she, she didn't get the attacker from behind, that's why. Yeah, I guess. That's what but uh, after that, we just got a short vignette about the interim Cruiserweight title tournament, just explaining why it's being held, who's involved, and, like, the groups and like the explanation of how that works and everything, which um, yeah, the, I'm, I'm excited. The group thing, it, it, this reminded me of the G1, did it not? Yeah, everybody's saying that online right now. It, I mean, it's it's the, I mean, the two blocks, if you yeah. will, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So I'm not mad at it though. Blocks though. <laughs> you said say it again. Some questionable blocks though. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, there was one that I was kind of like surprised that they had. Uh, I mean, uh, not to fast forward, but I was surprised they had Swerve take the L. I was too. Um, that is the next match. Um, and I, I'll cap that off just by saying the one guy that does intrigue me is El Hill Del Fantasma because I was a fan of his when he was King Cuerno in uh, Lucha Underground. So it'd be pretty cool to see what he can do. I've seen, you know, in El Hill Del Fantasma is the son of the Phantom. So that's why he kind of has like that Phantom-looking yeah, yeah. mask or whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I, I want to see well, what I he know, does uh, next week. But he, he did spend a little bit of time in New Japan. Uh, with the with the Bullet Club, like very short, but, but I don't think that's the same guy. Actually, that no. he has, he has a, a a similar name that has Phantasma in it, but that's not. They have a similar name. It's not the same guy. Man, they need. To yeah, you talk about the guy that had beef with Robbie Eagles for a little. Oh bit. yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar for sure. Then yeah. uh, I digress because I don't know what I'm talking about for once. No, you did. <laughs> but we did have Isaiah Swerve Scott against Kira Tozawa. This was, to me, the sleeper match of the night. Um, I can go on about the action, but I know we talked, you know, a lot because of the breaking news. But, I mean, the the one thing I will say that I was concerned about, there was a spot where Tozawa ran off the apron and uh, jumped over the still steps and hit a cannonball sent on to Swerve. And it sent him into the barricade, right? And it was it, it was really nice looking, but with the impact, Tazawa like kind of dropped on the back of his head, and he like immediately grabbed Ooh. it. So I couldn't tell if he was selling it or if that's just like you know, you know, because it, it wasn't as bad as Shane McMahon King in the Ring with Angle, but it, it was like similar mm. to that kind of bump. You know what I'm saying? Not as high, but similar. So. But um, no, nah, man, it was dope because uh, he did. Well, yeah, but worth noting, you don't want these guys getting hurt, obviously. You know what I mean? Especially not now, yeah. Especially, especially at the expense of a freaking interim tournament that, you know, when you got the world champion sitting at home, unfortunately. Yeah. There was a cool spot, though, where um, Chizawa had an octopus stretch on Scott and then he transitioned to a guillotine, but Swerve was able to turn it into a, a brain buster that looked really nice. He did hit him with the house call, but he got the two, man. But um, yeah, you're right. Tazawa did get move. Like, I like that move, but I feel like it's it doesn't look like it's enough to put like to to put someone down. He has that uh, happy then again, I could be, I, I, like pile driver. He does like stuffing pile driver, but he doesn't do it all the time. Like, he he went for it, but um, Tazawa rolled through with a victory roll. So hmm, okay. Yeah, I know I've seen. I was gonna say I know I've seen him hit a uh, this like jumping um, DDT out the corner before. Oh yeah, that is a pretty dope oh. move too as well. Yeah, it's almost like Dolph DDT, but from like rope hung position, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it looks. Definitely looks like for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, then again, I said the same thing about the the, the black mask. Before, uh, you know, <laughs> he Very took true. off. <laughs> so, I mean, I kept thinking he did a little bit something. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but he's going to need a little, little bit more. But no, no, he's been doing well with it. Oh. <laughs> it's been, he's been doing good. But uh, 
Next, was this uh, after this? Did we have what the? Uh, yeah, Tazawa got the win with that senton, and after that, they oh, did yeah. a little vignette for uh, El Hill del Fantasma, uh, which you know just highlighted his lineage and lucha and all that. After that, we did uh, Tegan Knox versus Raquel Gonzalez, which one could say it's like her re-debut. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they build her from Death Valley, Texas, which I liked a lot. Um, she just dominated this match, man. Did you get a chance to watch this? I did not. Oh, but yeah, it was good. good. It's good to hear that she did because I was wondering how they were going to uh, book her in ring uh, now that she's like, you know, has a sort of a character to her uh, as far as being a heavy and stuff. So. Yeah, I could tell you right now, there were some key things from commentary. Um, they kind of hit the nail right on the head after some, like, I mean, she, you know, she was doing uh, a lot of bullying and trash talk and, like, mocking the referee five count and doing, like, fish hooks to the mouth and stuff like that. Like, really good aggressive okay. stuff you don't see from a girl. But, like, the, the commentary said, this has been all Raquel Gonzalez. This, is, this has been vicious ever since the bell. And we've seen spurts in what Gonzalez is capable of, but now in the actual match, he's virtually unstoppable. It was like really well said, you know what I mean? So, but by um, the way, uh, yeah, the the guy from uh, that I was talking about from New Japan is his name is literally El Fantasma. There you go. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, and he's Canadian though. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's so yeah. But um, with this one, uh, you should go back and check it out. Basically, the way it goes down is um, at some point, uh, the ref gets distracted with um, uh, Gonzalez. Dakota hits, she, you know, she hits. A oh, kick. I heard about this. Shotzi came, came out, yeah. right? To help uh, out then, to uh, uh, stow away uh, Dakota Kai and, and her attempts at ringside. Yeah, she hit her with her helmet, which was pretty funny. And then she just, like, yelled, like, unapologetically, who's your daddy? <laughs> it was funny. But then uh, she got pulled by her hair on the apron and goozled for a choke slam. But then uh, she held on to the rope, Shotzi, I mean. And then Tegan just, like, from behind, stacked her up for a roll-up pin just and snuck out with the victory. You know what I mean? So I was pretty oh, yeah. sure, which it does get shown later on, so that this was going to lead to a tag team match. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I did get to see that they advertised that, so now I know why. Um, but, yeah, that is interesting. I mean, for her first match, she's taking an L, but at least there were some shenanigans as to why. Yeah, because she looked really good. Because that was my thing, is they had a good recap of everything she's done thus far since, like, debuting in the street fight. And, you know, they did their best to kind of change the angle of that botched table choke slam to make it still look I mean because it was still a vicious spot they just don't want to show it because they don't want people copying that like there were kids and stuff you know what I mean so I was concerned is she gonna live up to that hype and she did in my opinion man but um my concern too is like obviously Shotzi's role probably would have been Candice but they changed her lane when she went heel last week so it's kind of left field with Shotzi but I know she'll do a good job with the opportunity because NXT, like, their fans have been pretty vocal about liking her so much, so far. So, well, I mean, they, they put her in a really uh, likable spot. Was it two weeks ago when, uh, running the gauntlet? Yeah. There, which she beat five of the girls and lost only to Dakota Kai at the end. So, yeah, exactly. I, mean, exactly. I would think that 
pretty much it looks like she's in the NXT creative space right now, which to be honest, I wouldn't have thought like right away that they would have got what she's trying to do, but it, it is kind of refreshing that they're letting her kind of flap her wings on her own and letting her see what, you know, what her, uh, her, uh, you know, her wingspan's looking like. So, um, but then after this, I know we had like that, uh, another like kind of a pre-tape, well, not a pre, it was more of like a look into uh, Keith Lee, right? As far as, yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. You know, it was just basically his journey, um, like pre-NXT, you know, basically, you know, talking about his grandma, showing him wrestling at age five and, you know, Macho Man's a big inspiration to him. He started wrestling at 20. Uh, you know, at one point was homeless because his family disapproved so much that they kicked him out. And, you know, it, it was like basically highlighting his sacrifices, basically. Yeah, it says that he had to steal his own car to head to a show once. Yeah, five hours to do an indie show that Mick Foley was at. Man. Yeah. After this, your boy Tahuti Miles, though, came through against Dexter, Dexter Loomis. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, did this, I kind of swore that they, this match happened before, but I couldn't remember who it was that Dexter Loomis was just uh, against, was the last week or the week before? Yeah, I'm, I can't remember who it was, but I know Tahuti went against Killian. No, it was Jake Atlas. I'm sorry. He went yeah. against Jake Atlas last week. Okay. Yeah, Tahuti yeah. keeps changing his, his look, though, man. Yeah. Like, I was, this I was is the third thinking. look I've seen him. Yeah, nah, I, uh, I like this. I mean, it starts off with him asking Dexter if he has a staring problem. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, he, like, walked right by him and, like, was, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, and and I liked how they even said, like, right by him, and, you know, he he is not afraid of him. And I'm like, hey, by the way, it's worth noting the, I think we know where the Dexter is obviously from, but the Loomis is actually the the name of the doctor from, I believe, the Halloween movies. Oh, I kept thinking it was just a way to put the word loom in there. Like, he's just looming over you. You know what I mean? Because he's got or that looming stare. You know? Because he, he, I'll put it, his music is pretty good. It fits him very well. Uh, he basically wins with that spine buster, then that Uranagi to the Anaconda Vice. Uh, I mean, it was an enhancement match for Dexter, which is cool. You know what I mean? But... Uh, I was going to say this, the way he slithered around, I felt like was just like, whatever, because we just seen Velveteen do that. But like when he was selling yeah. Hootie's punches, the way he moves from that, that looked more characteristic to his gimmick. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So. Well, because I, I, when I was looking at him, because I did get a, a little glimpse of this match, I was thinking, I'm like, if, if you were in, because uh, that's the thing, he has that advantage of absolutely looking like a psychopath like yeah, if you want i was showing to, christina even looking, earlier dude i was like look how creepy this guy is with his mustache she she agreed yeah he's got it down well i mean because i'm even thinking like if, it's like say if someone had like a weird boyfriend right mm-hmm. and or you know, like some some were like you know some guy that was a creeper and then like he was the size like you know as far as physically and and fit like like him you're like yo this guy would it's kind of scary. Like, he would fuck me up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, yo, this it's one thing being creepy, but you're creepy with muscles. And you know what I mean? So it's like, he got you. Like, and yeah, tats. I think he has that. Uh, say it again? And and tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the tattoos with the glo- with the black glove, the leather gloves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shirtless. Shirtless. Yeah, he's making it work for him, Yeah, he's kind of challenging. He's kind of channeling some Christian Bale American Psycho vibes with that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%, dude. Yeah. And which is funny because 
honestly, if you take that mustache off, he kind of has that look to him. Like, he, he yeah. could look like a Christian Bale. And it's but, crazy uh, to think his original, when he first came on doing the whole impact gut check, he was like a surfer gimmick. Well, what, I, I remember he had like basketball shorts on. Or it's like, and, well, like I thought they were board shorts. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, because I just remember he, like, he, because he did like some flips. Like, he would, like, he had like, he was pretty, uh, athletically, you know, fit as far as, like, being able to – because I remember he did, like, a front flip evasion all the time. But yeah. then, like, it's, like, totally against what he is now, and I think that's, like – Maybe he is an extreme good because less guy. is more. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Extreme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this, we did get uh, uh, Adam Cole in another pre-tape. Yeah. Much, <laughs> at poolside, baby, still. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm, I'm like – Everyone's sick of it, bro. Everyone is like, say, we just, yeah. yeah, we're all we're all sick of it. Um, but he knows it because he even he didn't even say, and that's undisputed. He was like, you already know the rest because he knows people are getting over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean because we want to we want to see the guy, you know exactly. Um, but uh, it was worth because this this is what's crazy. Like this is around a time where I was really intently watching NXT. Is when I saw. Uh, Velveteen cutting his promo about it. And it was a good promo by Velveteen. I liked it, actually. Yeah. Um, but then what say, I love... I was just going to say, before go, going into that, the only thing I, I took from Cole was the fact that he... Not only didn't, did he say Velveteen didn't deserve a shot, but he said no one in NXT or WWE deserved a shot. And I thought that was very interesting. But, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we did get Velveteen cutting a promo in response, which, what did you like about this? I like that he gave him credit for being uh, arguably the greatest world champion uh, for NXT history. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the way he kept saying Adam Cole. Yeah, I like that. Uh, You know, it was just the fact that he was kind of, it was almost like he was just doing bullet points, but not bullet points in the sense of like, hey, hit these points. It was like promo values like, well, this is you, Adam Cole, and this is you, Adam Cole, and this is also you, Adam Cole. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. if you're going to use that delivery for each line, it was really good. I mean, you had to make sure each line wasn't going to be jumbled or a whole lot like the last one. So I thought he did pretty well. Um, one thing I did love is when I started watching, and then I was like watching him, and I'm like, holy shit. And that was because I, I could see right in the rear room, like, is that? I'm like, holy fuck, it's Finn. Yeah. I'm like, what is Finn That's doing? And you can just see him over his shoulder. And I got to say, whoever the cameraman was that, or whoever produced that that camera angle, that was great. I loved it. I loved the way that they were able to get that to work. But um, yeah, I was going to say, I love this because go what happened? Oh no, I was, I was going to add to the Velvet team before going to Finn. Yeah, I, I liked his diction and in, in his uh, timing, just like you said. He, he had a, like you said, it was almost like he knew what he wanted to say, but there wasn't a script. It was it was just like I couldn't have said it better. I like how he said, "You fancy yourself the leader, but I just see you as the last champion yeah. of the UE." You know? Yeah. No. I love, okay. Thank you for bringing that up. It was that was uh, honestly worth bringing because I forgot about that. That was because he said, "Where you see it as this, I see it as you. You're the last standing yeah. champion." Especially with that but, third know, eye and, thing. Like, the, the he does. Breaking down. Yeah, yeah, I did like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly. I, he wears he wears the glasses all the time, but it was a good touch just based on again his his tone and the way he was delivering this promo. Yeah. Um, did you look into like you know when he said remember two words, Bebe? Did you would do you think that was something thrown at like the fact that HBK and Triple H kind of 
you know, I won't say coddle, but that's that's their boy. Because the way this, you know, for him to go remember two words, baby, dream over. Like, it's not the word he, the way he said two uh, words. I mean, because has he said it like that before? Or has he set it up like that before? No, no I'm sure he's just trolling. He always, I mean, I don't think he meant yeah, that. but Because he's always trolling. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but right. yeah, we did get Finn. Yeah, and Finn made it a point. Basically, he had an issue with him saying the words that Adam Cole was the greatest NXT champion and he it's said arguably you're only talking about one, arguably. yeah but yeah but he's like you're only talking about one guy and that's me mm-hmm. and what i loved is what he said that you know watch what you say mm-hmm. or else you'll get a date with the prince and what i loved is he said well why don't you be a gentleman and pick up the dream that say next wednesday yeah i thought Very that was well a great done. line there's also it wasn't too much mm-hmm. yeah there was a few little things too like i love when he came out was like I don't know you. I don't like you. And up until this point, I haven't said one single word to you. So this will be my first, you know. And uh, but I love, yeah, like you said, he said you're looking at him in terms of the best champ. And I loved how Dream took his glasses off to take a good look. You know what I mean? It's like little things like that make a good segment. You know what I mean? So, so you wanna you wanna let me let me bring up this uh, this post he put on his IG that everyone was going crazy over because again, the Dream likes to troll. Uh, he had a a post that said the top five things Finn Balor wishes he had no memory of. Uh, He didn't list the the fifth because the fifth was going to be their match. But Mm -hmm. number four is a picture of him as the demon. Number three is a picture of him holding and retiring or having to relinquish, holding the universal title in a suit with the microphone. You know, this is the speech he had to relinquish. Uh, Number two is the Monday Night Raw logo. And number one is a picture of Velveteen Dream with Kathy Kelly. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow, he went there, huh? Remember, you, remember she, that used to be Queen Kathy. Yeah, no, I, I was just, I, I, I remember that. I, I don't know if all the listeners or know the Iggy on that. Kathy Kelly, before she left WWE, she did date Velveteen. For a little bit, I heard they're not dating anymore. But prior to that, she definitely dated Finn for a while before he met his uh, new wife. So his new wife, yeah, he's trolling. You right? Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, was, I was like, damn, okay. But uh, you know, quarantine, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild, right? I'm gonna go ahead and skip through the rest. It's not too much. I mean, we did get a backstage promo with Indu Cher, um, Malcolm Bivens who I just thought it was kind of too on the nose. He recites Johnny Gill's My, 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 Gill. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's the only guy that probably could have done it, but yeah. it doesn't mean that you should do it. <laughs> yeah, my thing is, you know, he does this whole thing. It's, it just sounds recycled from AOP in Suits and yep. then what what um, Gender was saying. You know, he's going, 1.3 billion people in India, and I got the baddest and the most medicine and Rinku and Seraph. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah. but like to me, it's like it just two big dudes that got paint on their face that are doing a move that that's the ghetto blaster well, you guys are doing. I was just about to say that's the ghetto blaster. I was like, you should be just uh, you should you should have just uh, started managing the primetime players, pimp. <laughs> just like, if that's what we've been to do. Yeah, I just feel like Malcolm could be doing better things for sure, but, you know. Well, he I, he's doing well with the role given to him. I just think that he deserves a different role 
because again we've seen people do this before with two big guys and i think it would have been better if he was like one-on-one with someone like if they would have reunited reunited him with like uh someone like cedric alexander i think that would have been nice i was gonna say i like the whole enterprises thing because it 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 does infer that he's not gonna just stop at them and I don't think he should. He should not settle for them for as long as it took him to come from off the road to, like, actually be on TV. I mean, I was going to say, yeah, someone like that, maybe he could help Apollo Cruz a lot, and I think he could probably uh, – he'd be good for Scott, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Him and Scott would be actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not against that at all. Well, after this, we get a match announcements for the next week, which is just, you know, tourney matches, which is Phantasma debuting against Jack Gallagher. You got Kushida versus Tony Nese. And, it's you know, bittersweet Drake Maverick versus Jake Atlas, which I'm sure we kind of know, you know, I'm sure that's already taped or we already know who won that, unless they're going to replace him because, you know, we already covered that earlier today. I, but, don't, uh, I don't know because, uh, you know, that, that video you sent me, uh, you know, Obviously heartbreaking. Yeah, he's still going through the emotions. But he said that he was still going to be doing the uh, the match. I just don't know if it was pre-taped or if it was going to be something live. Um, and it was just weird because they made it such a big deal that he was coming back to have yeah. this match. Yeah, I mean, you know? there was headlines that said WWE superstar steps down, and I'm like, what does that mean? Then it's just like, oh, he steps down from general manager of 205 and handed it over to Regal, and he's now a talent again. You know, so, and uh, I don't know. I feel bad for him, you know, but he's talented. I just don't know if he'll go back to Impact or if he'll follow EC3. I mean, I mean that's the silver lining is both those guys, you know, are gone. And That's very true, yeah. You know what? They can make some money together, and I'm sure. Yeah, we didn't even think running. about that earlier. Uh, yeah, you're hey, right. What if he, what if he joined? Was, uh... <laughs> what if he joined well, MJF and Wardlow and EC3? <laughs> Ooh, Spud? Yeah, he'll take all the bumps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him making some good money with Marco. Oh, man. Don't even talk to me about that. I mean, not that I would prefer to see it, but I, it, people would be – you can't, you can't uh, you know, act like people wouldn't be entertained by that. And, so you know, there would be a good percentage of people. Maybe about 40% of the crowd would love it. Uh one thing that I ought to say about the Mike, the Malcolm Bivens thing is that the only thing, the reason I didn't like the Enterprises is because we already have, like, you know, Robert Stone doing the Robert Stone brand yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, are we going to get two people building up their stable at the same time in the same place? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that would be um, stupid. But, yeah, other than that, we did get a uh, tag team championship match where you know obviously people were wondering what was going to be uh, going on with these uh, tag titles which a lot of people were actually kind of pissed off because that they allowed uh him to pretty much pick a partner to represent pete dunn whereas jordan devlin is stuck too but he <laughs> has yeah. to be pretty much like you well, know, ignored as the champion. The is he's not stripped of it they're looking for yeah, that's true. champion and so he'll have a chance to like you know, but at the same time, he probably shouldn't even be put in that position in the, in the long run in terms of wrestling logic. Because I feel you, it's like Matt Riddle should have just like either had to defend on his own or relinquish, I think. You know what I mean? But to me, 
Yeah, I mean, they played this whole thing. Matt's on the phone with Pete Dunn. I got a partner for you, but it's a surprise for everybody. Um, it's Timothy Thatcher. We already knew he had signed to NXT in the PC months ago. I don't know how I felt about it. It just seemed lackluster to do that. I mean, I guess it's – I don't want to seem hypocritical because, you know, Matt Hardy just debuted and Brody Lee debuted to an empty arena. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. Like, Timothy Thatcher just showed up to no fanfare, you know I me mean, whatsoever. Just and, – and it's not like he didn't do well. I, I thought it was a good look. Yeah. I thought it was a good look. Uh, but I was going to say, isn't he usually a uh, feature on uh, NXT UK? I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if he even debuted yet. You know what I'm saying on on NXT. Ah, okay, okay. I assume so that's that what it started. First TV. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, this must have been his first TV then. Okay. That, that, in that in my opinion, at least for me, that's the first time I saw Tim Thatcher. If the listeners have who do consistently watch UK, like if they have uh, seen him before this, then like you know, go ahead and correct us, but. Yeah, I I, yeah, mean, I had never seen him prior to that. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to act like you're going to be on all things NXT UK at all. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. He looks good, 6'3", 225. Like, he had some times where he was really showing his extreme prowess of wrestling. But at the same time, you know, he had, like, the joint manipulation stuff, the catch-as-catch-can, as you tell. But I don't, I'll be honest, I'm a little worried about his style um, – you know, I don't know if it just didn't translate with no crowd there, but it just seemed like it was too Greco stretch, stretch. Is you know what I mean? Like for a live crowd, you know what I mean? At least a modern crowd to appreciate versus like maybe, I don't know, like a, a MMA crowd. A, a well, I, mean, crowd I know. The, or... I know those who saw the, the signing from Timothy Thatcher, they were surprised it came so late in his career, um, yeah. but they were still excited because they, they were the feeling was that he should have been picked up by somebody major a long time ago. And I think he, he had a few tryouts before, but I don't know if just things didn't work out or maybe he just had a different, because I think he even was interviewed. He's like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to go over there, but he, you know, he ended up getting over there. So I think, I think given the amount of people, if they're smart enough, and most of the NXT crowd is smart when they see someone pop up and show up, um, you know, I, I think they might, he might get a healthy amount of people that might be there for that. But I agree. There was a little bit. It was a little bit uh, uh, rest hold heavy. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to call them rest holds, but you know, there was you know certain I stuff. Like but that I, match was so long, long, dude. That match was so long. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. This match was pretty long, especially because when there was like set. Uh, it was like three minutes left. They're bringing up. Uh, we'll hear from the from Tommaso Ciampa. Regarding yeah, if he's going to actually say Gargano is the better man, I'm like, what? I was like, this, this match isn't over. It's a championship match. I was like, when are we going to see Ciampa? It's three minutes left. You know what I mean? I'm like yeah, thinking, bro, what the hell? Trust me, because like, it got to a point where, like, um, I forgot what spot it was, but, like, I, I was just like, okay, how this can't be much longer. You know what I mean? So I start scanning through when I'm watching it, and I'm just seeing, like, the still shots of, like, the tag match. And I'm like, Dude, it's getting almost to the end of this video. How long? And then I just hit a, you know, got to a point where I saw the finish, and I'm like, I'm cool with seeing the finish. So I don't know how much other tandem stuff I saw. I mean, I saw them do the gut wrench stuff, and you know, he helped them with that cork, corkscrew senton and all that. But like, other than that, I was like, why does this need to be such a long match? You know what I'm saying? And 
they just kept talking about the whole thing with Ciampa all night and they're showing Gargano's tweet and all that stuff. So it just made it seem like it was going to be a way longer segment. But, um, you know, Matt Riddle did retain and it was weird to see Thatcher hold the belt because I don't know how long that's going to last. You know what I mean? But um, it was, you know, he won with that Fujiwara armbar. So I don't know if, you know, that's going to differentiate him because other people use that off the rip. <laughs> like, Well, I know uh, straight, straight in the way, you got a guy like Kushida who was using the, uh, the hoverboard just, lock. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean? But, um, I mean, I guess it's not so much a Kimura as it is uh, just a, a reverse arm bar, but um, I know he definitely been there's a lot there's been a lot of people creeping on that arm yeah. that arm lock submission territory well, lately. Kushida is is more of a Kimura, but Thatcher is well, really that's like, yeah, that's more of saying. a Fujiwara. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I literally just I was just saying that they're different, but I'm saying that the fact that there's a, a, a influx of people using similar moves right now, yeah. which is made not, the, literally saying. made the same exact point. I just think we cut out is what happened, but um. Yeah, no, this brings us to the very last part, which is Champa's. I don't know, I, I guess final words? What would you call it? His final beat, duh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't say much. I have it word for word. It's just, I'm done with this. I'm done with you, Johnny. I'm done with Candice. Done with all of this. We agree when it's over, it's over. Whoever wins, wins. Johnny, you and Candice, we all showed the world. So congratulations, Johnny Gargano. You are the better man. And then, I don't know, this <laughs> the way he got yanked back was like the end of drag me back, drag me straight to hell. So <laughs> it was it was crazy. Like he got like I know well, he kind of kind of pulled him back in the in the cross jacket position, but not really like he got him in it. Like he because I remember how he does this like one arm over his opponent's shoulder, the other one underneath his uh, his arm, and then yeah. he, like, clasps the, the grip. So yeah. it, it, he kind of, like, joined them like that. And then uh, the one thing I have to say that I liked is the fact that you we have for sure a confirmation that they're, they're coming in as a unit, as we saw that black leather heel on the, yeah. on the ground, right, at the, you know, take a step forward next to Tommaso's head. And yeah. uh, I'm speaking about uh, – Scarlet, the smoke show. I don't even know if her name is Scarlet, but one thing that we did learn is that Killer Cross is not Killer Cross. Did you hear about this? No. <sighs> his name is his name is Carrion Cross. K-A-R or K-A-R-R-I-O-N. And when I was told this, I was like, I know exactly why he called himself that, because that's a word, but the word is spelled with a C. Yeah. And the word carry on, uh, it means uh, rotting, uh, a decaying flesh of dead animals. Uh, and his, he already has a shirt in, on NXT shop, and it's the, the, act, the Roman numerals, and there's a red silhouette of a bird in the middle of it. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, the way I, uh, the way I worded this was as soon as he got dragged off, crazy primal sounds and violent smashing of God knows what as camera falls to the side. Um, yeah, we do get it. Champa, yeah, face down on the floor, like he said, Stiletto Hill. But, um, yeah, it was not a bad way. He, he does say TikTok, but Carrion 
guess I had to get used to that. I mean, I, I guess they couldn't say killer on NXT. But that's that, but they had a they have a girl in NXT UK that was or no 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 I'm sorry. Uh she was in the May Young classic. Uh she had like a little MMA gimmick. She she had a, a few matches like here and there, but she was Killer Kelly. Yeah, but she, they probably knew they weren't going to keep her if she cuz she's made a name with that name, you know what I mean? So I I don't know. I I, don't I got know. a I got a I got a bigger point. What about the guy who I don't know trained the guy who just signed Killer Cross named Killer Kowalski. It's a different, different time, kid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't know shit. <laughs> it's a different time, kid. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's that same thing about the whole like uh, the uh, Kabuki Warriors, but there's no Warrior uh, War Raiders. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but no, honestly, uh, glad we finally got the debut of uh, Cross. Uh, you know, kind of like you said, get used to the name. I don't know why they felt the need to have to change it um, right away. I think they could have. I don't know. I felt like they could have worked with it. Is it O N or A N? Uh, it's uh, it's K A R R I O N. This looks like yep. carry on to me. <laughs> All right, I have to get used to carry that. on. Yeah, Damn. yeah, I, I, well, I, it's pronounced carry on, I think, because. When uh again when I was in that that uh, GCF stream last night it was brought up and I was like wait carry on you're like yeah I'm like you mean like bird like something to do with bird you're like uh and everyone was like kind of like clueless I'm like hold on because I was like I've seen this before I've seen this this word before and then when I looked it up it was like yeah it, it had a picture of birds feeding on a dead animal and it literally said that so I was like okay I get it. <laughs> Suppose, but um, now we uh change courses and uh, light the fuse and bring the boom, bring the boom, dynamite, <laughs> yeah. Uh, opened up with another great uh promo from Jake the Snake, uh, mm -hmm. you know, putting over uh Colt Cabana actually pretty good, yeah. um, and, you know, also putting over uh, obviously what his band Lance Archer is, is uh, you know, capable of, and we've seen uh, you know, the last two times he's been on TV. Uh, but you know, I also love the, the little, um, kind of focus on Cole Cabana where he was talking about, yeah, you know, I like to have fun, but I'm also like, you know, yeah, he's, he did great in Japan, but I did great in Japan. I did great here. I did great in Germany. I did great here. So, um, I liked how they kind of evened up the, uh, the accolades a bit, you know what I mean? Obviously look on paper, you're already having an idea of how this is going to turn out. I thought this is a good way of trying to, uh, change people's minds, if that makes sense in terms of, oh, okay, you know what? Well, yeah, let's just figure, let's see, let's see how Colt actually fares. You know what I mean? Because he, he ain't no Marco Stunt, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't but, have too much to write on here. I, I Yeah, no, they had a pretty good match back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to say um, that's been back and forth for sure. It's pretty entertaining. More entertaining than I thought, for sure. And then. Yeah. The, the only other note I had was Archer had a really cool, uh, you see that splash he did where he kind of spun himself? Like, it wasn't like a springboard. Oh, Yeah. It was like yeah, he I was himself almost Vader bomb style, but like just spun himself in the air. It was really never seen him do something like that. I seen him do the uh, old school, and I seen him do a tope, but I've never seen him do something like that. That was pretty impressive to me. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, I, and I think that's not going to be an every match thing. That's going to be he'll kill that out once and yeah, again every now and then, uh, which I think is is for the better. You know, slow yeah. slow feed it. You know, but. Uh, the only other, the only note I have to say about this is that we uh, we have another member of the semifinals already, uh, you know, determined for the TNT Championship tournament. It is now 
uh, on opposite brackets, Lance Archer, uh, who will take on the winner between uh, who is it? Uh, Kip Sabian and Dustin Rhodes, and then we got Cody on the other side, uh, who was already uh, advanced, waiting on the winner of Sammy and uh, 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 Darby. Yeah, so, uh, no kidding, man. Lance had a – I was surprised he was able to get Colt in that blackout, but it, it looked good, man. But, yeah, he did get – Yeah, yeah, and Colt sold it. I mean, he kept kicking his foot up. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just kept it – was, it, was, it was good. Like, Colt he knows what he's doing, man. It's always I was surprised he sold the pounce. Yeah, that pounce. And did you hear Tony trying to call it? <laughs> yeah. With the – no, was it Jericho with the high pick? I feel like that was Yeah, good, dude, Jericho – Jericho's been he he's been on it like them two on commentary they've been killing. Um, uh, next we did get a uh, women's division match, but not before a uh, pre-tape. Uh, a little produced uh, promo from um, Britt Baker. Uh, I wasn't mad at this. I think she's finally getting a little bit, or I think she's been comfortable, but I'm finally getting settled in this new direction of her character now. Yeah, um, I just worry it's not on the heels of the whole Bailey role model thing. She does it well, but that was yeah, that was I was going to say I was what where she had that like that what that huge like uh, canvas where she was writing like I said like something about being a role model. I was like, hmm, I don't know, that's a little bit too close. That's yeah, what I was thinking. It was too. talking about fighting fair, but you know what she does have going for her? She is a real DMD, so like that kind of does. I don't, I don't know if it differentiates it enough, but it does make it different. You know what I'm saying? But this match was pretty much like a squash match, I would say. Um, I mean, we got a yeah, man. kick early on, but, I mean, she basically wedged that bottom rope in uh, Cassandra's, what, mouth? Yeah, Cassandra Golden. And then yeah. just like, Shout of- out to Cassandra Golden, by the way, because uh, yeah. shout out to Black Wrestling Alliance for highlighting her. That's how I even know her. I followed her and, uh, of course, Shook D, even though they kept butchering his name, a.k.a. Pineapple <laughs> P. Yeah. Um, two indie guys that are uh, men and women that I've actually followed for a while. So I just had to, sell, you know, give a shout-out. It was great to see them, you know, despite the losing effort that, hey, they're on AEW right now. So, I mean, a lot of people that we know in the indies aren't being able to be utilized and go to shows and, you know, do what they do. So it's good to see some familiar faces, you know, so. Yeah, no, but it was yeah, it was like she curb stomped her kind of basically. Yeah, she, teeth well, on. she did the same thing to uh who was it, Rio? Uh a couple weeks ago. Oh not Rio, it was the uh the other girl, um, the genie girl. <laughs> the the yeah, Sabu pants. I thought she uh, pulled didn't she actually pull her teeth out of her mouth? That was uh, it, I thought mouth? she stomped her and then she pulled it out because like it, oh, the reason why I said that is because because uh, Aubrey was the ma- the ref for that match, and it was uh, she got caught on camera handing her the, the tooth in her mouth. Yeah, before, that's right. Before uh, the, that, that. That's right. But, yeah, we, we got a little callback to what she's – we've seen her do this before. Uh, we also had Hikaru in the crowd, so I was wondering if they were going to play it on that, but not, not at all, outside of her just asking yeah. her why is she here. <laughs> during you know her what? entrance. But. The one thing that I thought was funny, though, was how Jericho was like, you know, she beat her up. She beat her up. She beat her up. They should gang up and kick her right in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that gang mentality, of course. I love yeah. that gang mentality. That's all. Have you seen us? Yeah, man. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, uh, was it, was it, uh, that, that would bring the, us to the bubbly bunch segment, actually. I was going to say, I think it was the bubbly bunch, which is hilarious. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a good way uh, to do the, you know, they, they're doing the Zoom stuff or the, I don't know how they did it, some of it, but they did a good way to social distance and still 
It, it was a funny segment. Oh, Jake Hager hilarious. It, it was that. Yeah. De- oh, definitely. Jake Hager I thought was 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 the uh, one the dude that really made me pop <laughs> on that. But now I will say this: that uh, that was definitely something that would have been BTE centric. But I thought it got over on TV. So, you know. No, they did well, and, and it, it was just funny because I could like in a distance. I thought I heard Cornette having a stroke because of the fact that these are this is a heel group doing a kind of baby face ish like comedic like promo. Yeah. So you know how, how he's gonna feel about that, but I thought it was great. It, it, I mean, that's the thing is these guys. Yeah, they're 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 making sure there's continuity but they know that they're aware like they're not they're not they didn't go full retard you know what i'm saying like Hmm. they're not totally into the uh like tunnel vision where they know like at the end of the day they're still trying to make sure that we have fun man you know what i mean and yeah yeah, just from an entertainment aspect so um under jericho's tutelage they all know less is more oh 100 and then the thing is it's like jericho like I mean, if you see Jericho doing something like this, you're not going to be like, oh, this is this not going to be a good idea. You're like, no, Jericho knows how to get over it. This is going <laughs> to be great. He's not only going to be dude, where he's like, I need to talk to my Oh, agent. yeah. <laughs> I need to talk <laughs> Do you have any more toilet paper? I need something now. <laughs> yeah. But was, speaking of uh, yeah, it was pretty. that would segue into uh, Sammy yep. Guevara having a match with the guy you talked about earlier, should be. Um, yeah, they just kept. Which it shoot Suge, and then they even have it on. on I'm looking at the uh, the uh, AEW promo art. They called him Sugar D, even though that's yeah. not his name. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, the but one thing I have to say that was pretty good. I would say. I was going to say the commentary where he he uh, finally put a name him uh, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara are uh, the the sex gods. If they ever. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> If they ever uh, think about going into the tag division, but uh, yeah, this is this is awesome, man. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've seen uh, uh, Sammy hit the the modified go to sleep before, but this was uh, he he's been changing the way he's been doing it actually. Yeah, um, I mean, because before like it was like your eyes almost, but like, but you're right. The one he did, up. yeah, he definitely. did. Yeah, that was a definite feast your eyes. It wasn't the like how he's been like because before it, it was definitely a, an inverted GTS he was doing, but now yeah, not he, so I much. think he does both. To be honest, like it, it's but you oh, know he, he he did he did make quick work. He had a big old jumping knee. Um, I did like how Jericho talked about how he recruited uh, Sammy. You know, what I mean, like uh, like he he talked about how like how he first met him at a show and stuff like that on the commentary. But yeah, which was I thought really really good and really important. Yeah, um, I like how he grabbed the mic after and was like light work for a Spanish guy, <laughs> and he was like uh, I can focus then, on on rounds or I could focus you know I can do more go more rounds or we could focus on the first round where I'm gonna beat the shit out of Darby Allen. Which I was like, okay, Sammy. I thought it was now, hilarious. Now you get the S bomb. Okay. Well, I was, but it was weird because they usually have one per show, but they had both. Both went to the, both went, went to the uh, inner circle on this one as we had Jake Hager with the earmuffs uh, oh, right before. True. Yeah, that's true. Uh, which was hilarious. Kids, I'm gonna beat the shit out of John Moxley. <laughs> it was just hilarious. But no, I thought it was a good match. Obviously, it was a tune-up match for Sammy uh, to help uh, him look strong going into his uh, tournament match next week against yeah. Darby. So. And then Darby um, and speaking of tournament matches, yeah, and speaking of tournament matches and made to look strong going into one again, we had a uh, Kip Sabian uh, going up against Chuck Taylor, and I, I had to ask you this because uh, you may have 
talked about this. I think you may have had uh, before in the show. Um, but I didn't realize that Kip Sabian was aligning himself with, uh, or I should say Jim, Jimmy Havoc aligned himself with Kip Sabian. No, I didn't. So this was crazy. It was, I, I'm used to saying, they were saying that they, they share a place together. Well, yeah, I, I didn't know anything like that. I heard Jericho say that, but I couldn't tell if he was just saying that or if that's their situation right now because of the quarantine or what, but I um I only knew Sabian to be chilling with Penelope in the hybrid too, and then I thought Havoc was hanging out oh, with yeah. Luther. But yeah, they were mentioning I think on maybe on Dark or something that they had started seeing eye to eye. I I didn't know what they were referencing, but yeah, it was really weird to see um him hit. He got involved with the. He kind of hit that uh, it was like a leg hook DDT on Orange. Yeah, it was like- uh, I think is that what it was? Oh, because yeah, it was almost like a like a version of the fisherman DDT, huh? Yeah, it, but he didn't have he didn't he didn't have his arm over like a suplex. Yeah, like, like the suplex had, was a, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Different, definitely. Yeah, different. I just put but, uh, you know what? DDT is just the only way I could really describe it. But um, I I gotta say though, like, like this, match, this was the sleeper match of the night thus far. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Like DDT it was, a, was doing his thing. Yeah, I, I, to me, I felt like it was so good. It was almost like a like waste of competition that like Chucky wasn't in the tournament. You know what I mean? But like not in yeah. a good way. You know what I mean? It was like just really, really good wrestling. So, but uh, it really was. And uh, you know, I've I haven't seen so much of Kip Sabian. Like I said, it was just it came out of nowhere for me. Just the addition of uh, Jimmy Havoc because they're just so different in their characters. You know, yeah, so, very different. Uh, and, and at that t- at the same time, well. The DDTs happened, and Penelope hit that Hurricane Rana. And yeah, then, uh, but th- not only that, she hit the Hurricane Rana and then rolls out of the ring literally right in front of Aubrey. Yeah, who has to, bless her I, heart, act like she just didn't see somebody, yeah, you know, run her past heart. her. Bless her heart. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't direct. It, wasn't but it was her like, fault. It was just positioning. It, it, it wasn't direct. It was just yeah. enough where you'd be like, wait, wait, why were you even in the ring getting out? You know what I mean? So. And, but I give her credit because she did have a – I think she felt the need to do this because I noticed that she did like a real quick double take as if like, wait, wait, what's going on? And then, oh, wait, pinfall. You know what I mean? Oh, true. So it wasn't like she was like a total, you know, she wasn't like an NFL referee out here. I mean, she she actually, you know, was able to, uh, as long as there's some sort of reaction and as opposed to like, oh, we're just, okay, we didn't, we didn't just see that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That was just in your eyesight and you blatantly ignored it. But uh, no, yeah, like you said, this was a sleeper match for sure. I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing that I guess it's uh, worth noting is we did get a plethora of different uh, personalities from all over yeah, uh, the I sports. Got the list. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, yeah, I, thought I, I just got to say, it, it was cool seeing Mike Goldberg hit that, here yeah. we go. And I was like, man, I haven't heard that in so long. Oh, yeah, man. no, like, this was a who's who I thought of both worlds, you know, especially from the roster of AEW and then like the MMA world, not just Bellator. Yeah. Some of these guys obviously also yeah. are from, um, you know, UFC, but they're just no longer there. You know what I mean? It might be with Bellator now. Like guys like Big John McCarthy, who we've seen, you know, stop a bunch of fights. Um, guys yeah, like, no, he uh, was probably one of the most famous refs that I remember uh, outside of Herb Dean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ariel Helwani, who's a media guy with MMA. You know, Taz and Excalibur were there. Ortiz and Sammy G, Santana. Uh, Josh Thompson, I thought, was uh, surprising along with Mike Goldberg. Oh, yeah. 
You know, I, it, I, I it like was, that uh, analysis that that Taz did. The, yeah. the or, uh, oh yeah, when he broke where down he, the submission, right? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought, that, especially you when that he did, said one of the holds was called a gable hold. Yeah. And I was like, is that why he chose that last name, or is that his shoot last name, uh, Chad? Well, Gale. I mean, it's it's almost like uh, like Simon Gotch. You know what I mean? Like, oh, very true. Like we don't know. It's like Frank Gotch. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was really cool, just given the the guy that it came from. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, and, and the fact you know the the now, his move is I think the Juju Katami, but it was a different Katami. That he was talking yeah. about, and now like, yeah, Gable is not his real name. It's Charles Betts. That's his. That's his shoot. So gotcha. uh, that yeah, must have been. That, uh, that must have been. Taz referred to that Hager does started with a K. So like, like yeah, I don't know if it was like a comic Katami or something like that. Something I think long. It was something. Yeah, like that. but, but I mean, again, uh, like, what what better guy to come in and analyze those kind of moves? And I thought it was really, and how they how they were able to produce it was really cool too. It it took, like. It was almost reminiscent of Madden with, with his pen. You know what I mean? Like running back yeah. a play, but this was like super high tech. I, I, I was digging it. I felt like it actually was like the science that weighed in really helped legitimize the fight as like a like big fight feel. You know what I mean? Especially given yeah. that he was supposed to be fighting, he was training for a fight, and then he can't because of the quarantine. So it's like I felt like that added another layer. You know what I'm saying? So but oh, definitely. For that uh, yeah. match, we did get. Justin Law versus Sean Spears, which was, I don't know, man, just just a, I guess an enhancement match for Spears. I, I don't know. Um, basically, I, I heard he just he recently got a win on on Dark. Yeah, I guess. I felt like fun. because the match with Cody wasn't bad, and I honestly wanted him to win, mm-hmm. but because I feel like they they knew which way they were gonna go with the tournament, he you know they they made him take the L after a great match. Gave him a, a win back on Dark, and maybe they're trying to help build him back up right now. Yeah. Um, but he looked good in this match, of course, and he obviously he was a jobber. I mean, uh, I just felt like he was but, just training the guy. <laughs> he was hitting all kinds of snap mares. No, no lie, yeah, because when he was hitting those 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 uh, chops in the corner, thinking yeah. about uh, uh, Chris Van Vliet oh, the, <laughs> when he took those chops from him. And, My and favorite Tyler, part Tyler of Breeze, the match. So. Uh, I would say is in the beginning when he didn't even take his shirt off and he looked him up and down. And he was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> now, nah, yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been doing some good stuff. I mean, again, it's just weird to see him without Tully. Um, yeah. Though, obviously, you know, for safety reasons. Yeah, man, all um, the managers you know are on TV I'm, right now. You know what? I apologize because I meant to bring this up earlier when we were talking about NXT, but it's worth noting that. Uh, the reason why Kyle O'Reilly was not at NXT, uh, oh, yeah, a lot of people I, heard I know this, is he's actually diabetic. Um, so as a precaution, uh, you know, he's been at home. So uh, oh, I for those that was wondering why it was... Uh, yeah, they uh, said he wasn't cleared was... to, to perform. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing, too. He hasn't been cleared, but also he... Because um, he otherwise probably would have been there in spirit or, or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know him being a diabetic obviously poses him at a higher uh, threat level as far as everything going on right now. But uh, I digress. I just uh, like I said, it was worth noting that because I know a lot of people were 
wondering why it was the rendition of Fish and Roderick in that one as opposed to Yeah, I mean, that was the first Red time Dragon that pairing has happened, for sure, out of... Uh, yeah, but that was, the, which was weird because, like, you had uh, uh, Ma 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 Mauro saying, oh, these two aren't, are no strangers to tag team gold. I'm like, yeah, but not together. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, they both have um, won them with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, so the, I guess they're like Eskimo belt brothers. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, but with Dynamite, with that match against Spears, like you said, he he just like he looked good the night before in Dark against Billy Gunn, he would win with the running variation of the C4. Um, like Chris Jericho said, done like takeout dinner. Um, and so we're about to get to the main event right before that though they promote next week which is uh, Sammy versus Darby Kip versus Dustin uh, Jimmy Havoc versus Orange Cassidy uh, Brody Lee will speak and Kenny Omega will return to action so that's something to look forward to but we have this I guess no holds barred AEW title match John Moxley versus Jake Hager um, what did you think man not a fan I mean sure and sweet, I wasn't a fan. And, and the reason being, there was two things. Um, they, they needed a crowd. I mean, I know it's an empty arena match, but, like, without yeah. a crowd, I just I wasn't into it. Um, and then uh, the other part of it, and it's no fault of his own, is I really couldn't, I like, I can't just take only Jim Ross on commentary for that entire, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, that wasn't a smart call. He needed someone to play off. He was of. trying his best, you know what I mean? I'm not taking that away from him, but he needed uh, he, he needed uh, caliber or something. I don't want to say assistance, but he needed something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. some, he needed someone to play off of 100%, I think. Yeah, you no, know? Definitely, um, definitely. Especially if it would have came to, like, someone that knew a little bit more of uh, of uh the ops of uh, the move set or the offense uh, MMA wise as far as like uh yeah. Hager. Um and I think that was another thing that bothered me is you know yeah, they like had said Adam something about called that with Jim with Jim Ross, right? Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. that would have been good. I think the other thing that kind of bothered me about this match was the fact that um and this is gonna be dumb, but it was because it's all strictly like uh aesthetics, but I was not digging the camo shorts. <laughs> um on on moxley was bugging the shit out of me um because you reminded I, me I'm of like age way too much yeah i was i was like mdk in the building man like what's going on like but yeah. the whole time i was thinking dude it's either it's either gonna be joggers or it's gonna be your uh new japan tights bro i mean because i was like if especially the way he was uh a lot of you know a lot of the intro to this match was a lot of uh or not intro but i guess the opening rounds of this match we're like MMA based, you know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. like sparring and stuff. So I, I mean, you know, what better way to, I mean, I, you might as well just wear your new Japan gear for this one. You know what I mean? Very true. Very true. I mean, I, to me, my gripe simply is the fucking rope break for, for the, for the, when he got him in the, um, you know, the head arm choke, he, he literally grabbed the rope and the ref broke it. And it's like, bro, it's no holds barred. You guys, no, I thought it was it no holds barred. It was it. That's what, it. Was always a no holds oh, barred. Oh, you're right. Because remember, a still yeah, right. came into play. And then what was crazy? Yeah, was, you're right. Like the other thing I didn't like was like clearly Jake did never never hit the chair. You know what I'm saying? He but he well, landed well, on even the chair after the bounce. Well, but, even after that, 
like, I'm not going to be, you know, call me a stickler here, but <laughs> check Hager's shoulders. He wasn't down. Well, like, how after, was he like, after, what was it, two or three of them that he hit? Like, how, why like, not hit the lifting one on him? You know what I mean? If you really need to put him over, like. Or well, it was one of those things, like, I mean, when he, but when he pinned, he, like, was the back, like, Moxley pinned him, but, like, he had his hand underneath him where he was raising his neck up when he pinned yeah, him. Yeah, he did so weird. I saw and I was like, what, yo, what technically, technically his back's not on the mat. Like, you know what I mean? I did, like, so I thought, go ahead. I was just gonna, yeah, that was just it. I was just weird. I was like, bro, I've never seen anyone pin someone like that before. I'm like, unless they did it on purpose to use that, but you know, because it was such a big thing. Like the only the only member of Inner Circle he hasn't beaten ever. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but yeah, that was that was that was just my only note on as far as the finish. Yeah, I was just gonna say that um, I liked when he got the figure four on him around the thing, and he was just like, "Tap you, big son of a bitch." But yeah, other, you know, and, and then, then he had Jeff Ross with the with the the Bret Hart commentary spot, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and then when he in turn Hager, I mean, had the ankle ankle lock, and he was just like yelling, you know, like basically you're gonna have to break my fucking ankle, and they had to bleep him out. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I love that. But my, uh, the the one thing that that to me I thought was really creative too is when he did hit the second paradigm shift, and then he wrapped his legs around and kind of turned it into a guillotine choke, you know, like the follow through. Oh, nice. Yeah. So kind of kind of like uh the way Drew does it, but he just keeps the 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 scissors or the what what they call them, the um the hooks in. That's yeah, like basically the way Drew does it and then like engaging the hey, ice. Hey, was it like a butterfly lock? With, yeah. Was it like the ice pick that Matt Hardy used to do? I was just saying that. I was just saying that. it was like basically Doing the future shock, how Drew would do it, but immediately locking in the ice pick. Yeah, is mm. kind of how he did it. It was pretty good. So okay, okay, yeah. But um, he did get but the no, win. I mean, yeah, I felt like, yeah, he did get the win, which obviously he needs to get the win. But yeah, I don't know if it's hard because if a crowd would have been there, you know, for a, a no holds barred, I, I would think they probably would have been a little bit more hot for this. Obviously, yeah. Um, but I don't know if if the, just the crowd not being there makes this match, I mean, if that's like the missing ingredient of why I felt like this match just wasn't, it didn't hit, it didn't hit the hype that it was positioned on. You know what I mean? I mean, there was no table spots, which I thought lacked because the only, you know, real thing that they had were weapons or like environmental <laughs> objects were the barricade and the steel chair. And I just thought for no holds barred, it it just, it, 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 yeah. I mean, it could have been yes. It, especially it was, when you got Santana like saying, "Well, you know, I, I know you think you got the the advantage here because you think it's no holds barred," and it, we're you know immediately we're we're like planning in our heads all the things we've seen the uh, uh, Moxley do in AEW, but we didn't really get any well, type of degree of that. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, it was way more map-based than I think anyone anticipated. It was more of a wrestling match than a fist fight. And that's all they kept saying is, we don't get paid by the hour. We, we're not here to put on a wrestling match. And it's like, that's exactly what you guys did, A. And then B, I wonder, too, with him being a contracted Bellator fighter, if that was also maybe the reason it went this way. Maybe he couldn't do much but some of the chair shot stuff. 
Um, I mean, sure. maybe he yeah. couldn't risk, like, getting a broken rib from a table or something. But I'm sure Moxley would have taken the bump. You know what I mean? From Yeah, no. I mean, when you hear what he was willing to put himself through for Brock, I'm pretty sure, you know. That's, that's all I kept selfless. thinking about. All I kept thinking about, so. Because that was an no holds barred match, too, wasn't it? Him and him and Brock? It was supposed to be, yeah. I mean, if you remember, same thing. Like, had a big old build with Terry Funk and, you know, the, you know. The, oh, yeah. And Mick Foley. And, then, yeah, and the I forgot who else. They were all gifting all these different things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, yeah, they had a really good build going into it. And it just, like, freaking. Just, yeah. Oop. It was, it was uh, someone shit on the coats. There was such a long post-match, too, which I was like, I know this is supposed to sell, like, Hager, but, like, the camera's not on Hager. It's only on Mox. And I'm just like, there's just way too much time on Mox for there not to be something that happens after this match. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like it was, like, a good two and a half minutes of, like, just Mox recovering and showing that he really earned the victory, but, like, you don't really see Hager at all. You know what I mean? But Big Hurt just – I mean, maybe they're selling the the punishment he took, but, yeah, it would make sense to get a little bit of a, a you know, a glimpse of the guy who delivered it. But, um, but yeah, that was AEW, man. Um, yeah. Definitely interested to see – for me, at least next week, I'm interested for the uh, the tournament matches, obviously. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been digging what Brody's been doing, so I'm definitely interested to see what, where that's going to go as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I would definitely think that kind of NXT did a little better job this week. Um, yeah. They put in more matches. Me personally. They, they were able to fit more matches for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a definite for sure. But, um but yeah, man, uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, I mean, any more notes on your end, or no? I mean, I was just gonna, you know, agree with you. I think there was just more developments on NXT. I mean, AEW was good. I mean, they've been with the less is more and given, you know, kind of spoon feeding and stuff. But I just felt like there was a lot of good stuff with all the legitimate guys, guys like Ron Funches, which I forgot to mention earlier that you know, oh yeah, personalities, yeah. wrestling world and stuff. But I just feel like the yeah the, the the fight for it to be bigged up so much didn't live up I think to what we thought it was going to be and again maybe there's restrictions but on the NXT side there was just a better crescendo with Killer Cross you know or Carrying Cross or you know and, and making his debut on NXT TV uh, versus like you know you know how the the fight went or the snow holds barred contest so but um I don't know we'll see I mean AEW's been beating NXT in the ratings for a while now since the new year I think they lost I think last week uh, for the first time so I mean AEW's gonna bounce back they got a lot of new guys that in and things that they're doing so especially with the tournament yeah I agree I mean. Like I said, it's all about how you get to your next week and keep people watching that next week. So I think we have a healthy amount to look forward to on both sides next week. And, you know, we're going to have to do what we do. Keep it unbiased and let you guys know what we liked and what we didn't like, of course. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, Uh, I appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, getting together with me and uh, talking about the Wednesday Night Wars as we usually do, man. Um, Again, you know, 
I don't know what's going to happen later this week. And I, I say that cautiously just because I feel like the weekend uh, ain't over yet for WWE for sure. But, um, yeah, man, I uh, definitely want to say uh, thanks for, uh, for uh, calling in and uh, helping me get this done, man. Yeah, of course, man. You know how I do, man, live here at Doctor's Office. And uh, I feel you, who knows, it's the weekend. Some people like to throw bad news on the weekend so it gets buried. The revival, oh. So who knows? Maybe there are no <laughs> names, but we'll be here to keep you guys. No, they definitely buried the lead on that one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, they try, but you know me. I, I, if there's a headline, I'm going I'm to throw it to you, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, 100%, you know, man. I, I appreciate you. Yeah, of course. And, you know, uh, thanks, for everyone, for listening. Uh, you know, we, we, we're going to keep doing our best to uh, keep – our updates on everything going on and keep you guys informed as much as we can on our end as well. And uh, at the same time, help to keep you guys entertained, man. But uh, top guys out. Top guys out. Well, that is our show. I want to say thank you to everyone that's choosing us to be. Uh, again, we are taking pride in uh, trying to put together an entertaining show for you guys and cover everything we possibly can in the industry we love the most, and that is the world of professional wrestling. And We can't help the things that are going on, but still trying to keep on trucking as far as everything goes. Uh, thanks again for everyone listening in. Again, if this is your first time, welcome to The Quincy Jones Show, and feel free to follow us on all social media, and that is The Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Instagram as well as Facebook, but feel free to follow us everywhere else. And don't forget to follow, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're going to be putting together way more video content, uh, but having some more fun, uh, you know, messing around with the green screen lately. Um, pretty excited, you know. what I'm saying, just uh, trying to trying to get some stuff going. This is the time to be creative and get some stuff flowing. So uh, that's what we're going to do, man. So feel free to subscribe. Uh, stay tuned for some video content. And uh, feel free to subscribe uh, and, uh, you know, rate us over at uh, anywhere you get your podcast, man. And that is uh, iHeartRadio, that is iTunes, that is Spotify, that is SoundCloud, that is CastBox, and way more. And don't forget to support Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence. I hope he uh, is proud of me for saying that in one take. That is uh, Amazon Music, that is SoundCloud, that is iTunes, that is Spotify. Uh, I mean, I heart, I believe I said it already, but pretty much everywhere you go to get your music, man, he's going to be there and you can actually, uh, hit him up. You can use his music for your, uh, your stories on, uh, on Instagram, man. Go ahead and do that. You can find him. He's there. Check it. I'll wait. Yup. I don't ever tell no lies. I'll just tell you how it is. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, signing off until next week, same rap channel, same wrestling network. And that is the Quincy Jones show. Top guys out.